from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto. One, two, Yes. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. Chain Smokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carter. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. I Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That's amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, it's Roz and Mocha. Who's this? Hi, it's Catherine. What's up, Catherine? How are you? Is this my girlfriend, good. Catherine? How are you? Uh, it could be. Oh. Oh, Hello. damn. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Mori. Uh, what's going on? Uh, well, it was my birthday on the weekend. Oh, uh, happy belated birthday. Well, thank you. How old are you? I was uh, I'm 22 now. Perfect. I'm getting old. Yeah, oh, shut up. Uh, <laughs> Why you say perfect like that? You look for a trade in? No. One Catherine for another? Please, no. I never would. There's nothing available to me that uh, would ever top the woman that I have. You don't even know me yet. <laughs> oh! oh! All right. <laughs> All right, young Catherine. Sell yourself to Ross. I'm not getting into this. <laughs> so what do you, uh, what do you into? What's no, your personality like? I don't even yeah. know what 22-year-olds are interested in. Not, not, that this is ma- not that this matters, but I'm actually very curious. Yeah. So what are 22-year-olds interested in? Like your birthday was your birthday weekend. What, are, what does a 22-year-old do to celebrate a birthday in 2018? Well, to be honest, uh, I'm kind of like... Okay, so I'm already getting married, um, and we have two boys, so I didn't really do anything, um, but had dinner made for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not really, like, into the whole partying kind of scene, But you're you're still into flirting, though, huh? Oh, yeah, obviously. Okay, obviously. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you didn't you didn't party too, too hard then for your birthday? No, no. no. Okay. Are you on Tinder? No. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, you said you still like the I'm flirt. engaged. I know, yeah. but still, I'm sure there are a lot of engaged people who are listening right now who still have a Tinder account. Probably, but yeah. uh, I, I think there's some serious problems with their relationship if they do. Yeah. Um, what kind of stuff are you into at 22 years old? Um, I personally love... Of baking. I have my own little like business that I kind of run on the side for being a mom. So yeah. I'd love to. I don't know, have like my own bakery one day. Um, but it's obviously like super. Where's your so. Where's your business based out of? Uh, I'm in Hamilton. In Hamilton, oh, okay. we'll let you plug it mm-hmm. on the show. Go ahead, give the name. So it's just Catherine's Bakery, and I just do um, lots of different like styles of cupcakes and uh, uh, decorated cookies and things like that. That's oh, Ross cool. likes cookies. Kind of over the top. Um, what else are you into? What kind of movies do you like? Uh, anything funny, really. Yeah. yeah. Ross likes funny movies. Scary. Shut up, Mocha. Yeah. Like scary movies. I haven't seen The Nun yet, but uh, oh, Ross I'm is trying just, to... Ross is just talking uh, while that last song was playing how jerk. he hasn't seen The Nun yet. I don't know, Ross. Well. I think we found ourselves a match. <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah. Okay. I think we found like ourselves a, like a love a, connection. Yeah, like I have room in my life for this. <laughs> <laughs> no, and you would thanks. never have to worry about belting out the wrong name because... <laughs> Will you just stop? Will you just stop? Yo, younger Catherine's on what fire is, today. I know, I know. This may actually... It's so funny because you... like. <laughs> You may actually it, it was like are we in bizarro world? Like are we in like a wormhole right now where I'm actually talking to twenty two year old Catherine, my girlfriend? Because pretty much safeties, right? Who's trying to say something to incriminate me in like the year twenty eight? Like I don't know. This could be like a weird sort of Fellini type situation that we're in that I don't fully understand. So what do you think, Catherine? Do we have a match? Um 
I really love my fiance, yeah. so I don't know. Okay, good. As you, as you, uh, she didn't say no. no I'm just, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's not. A time. Maybe like I gotta keep my options open. Yeah. Who knows? Like oh, twenty years down the road, yeah. Rosalind, okay. you know. Yeah, when I'm sixty, aging a little. Yeah, yeah. yeah. life insurance is kind of coming in. Right. And, yeah, everybody wants you know. the money. Everybody wants the money. Well, happy belated birthday, Catherine. Thank you very much. I was hoping maybe yeah. for my birthday, since I never win anything on your show, uh-huh. um, that we could do some science with Maury one day this week. Oh, science with Maury. Oh. Okay, yeah. science with Maury. Well, how did that work? We we science basically we would give the the uh, the scientific term. The scientific term. Maury. Maury has to explain what that Got is. Got you, Catherine. I think uh, science with Maury is definitely doable. We can okay. make that happen, like in a awesome. matter of minutes. Oh, awesome. All right. All right. Thank you so much, guys. All it was right. so nice talking to you. I hope things work out for you and Roz. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, thanks. <laughs> All right. Bye, love. <laughs> bye. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Okay, so by request, uh, Science with Maury. People love this. Uh, we give Dammit Maury a scientific slash medical slash biology whatever term, and then you do your best to decipher what it is. Absolutely. Okay. All those years of school paying off. Uh, in the past, uh, we've done... Uh, Who needs Nobel when you have Maury? Uh, we've done angina. We've done hypothesis. Mean. What it is to be mean, Maury, right? Yeah, which is... I believe we asked you what the mean was, and you said... Anger. The meter of anger. No, you didn't. You said your husband, Matthew. Uh, I'm not. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, so uh, today with uh, Science with Maury, uh, Mocha, are you ready? Yeah, man. Okay, uh, Maury, uh, your word is, your scientific word is uh, our soul. Our soul. <laughs> Can you spell that? Yeah, A-R-S-O-L-E. Our soul. Isn't it just your bum? <laughs> <laughs> Try again. <laughs> like, it's what you are. You are such an arsehole. Right. No, our soul is a... Uh, uh, an arsenic-based organic compound. However, its molecules apparently are ring-shaped. <laughs> <laughs> Next! Uh, radical. Maury, what is radical? Radical is like the, it's an 80s term. Like, dude, you're so radical. Right. Uh, Incorrect, Maury. Want to try again? Like, is it... Eight, no, early 90s term for your soul. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, radical, R-A-D-I-C-L-E, is a small root, specifically the part of a plant embryo oh, that develops like radish. into a root. <laughs> nocturnal inerces. Maury, nocturnal oh, inerces. No. Come on, why are you doing this to the guy? What does nocturnal inerces mean? Nocturnal. Oh, when you knock, when you're indoors and you knock. Right. Okay. Wait, and then what's the second part? So knock internal. So knocking indoors. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, nurses For the nurse. Right. Okay. What? So you're when you indoor, no- you're in a hospital knocking. Hi, nurse. <laughs> okay. Right. Okay. So nocturnal nurses is when you knock for the nurse. Yes. Right. Okay. Cool. Yeah. No, that's actually the uh, medical term for bedwetting. Yeah. Then you got to knock for the nurse. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, okay, here. Hold on here. Uh, C-puss. Oh, Maury, okay. what is C-puss? <laughs> Two words. Yeah. S-E-A-P-U-S-S. Okay. C-puss. Underwater cat. Right. Uh, so dead cat then? <laughs> dead cat. No. Right? Cat, like a catfish. Uh, oh, catfish. Oh, Do you think like- a catfish is an actual cat in the water? <laughs> it's it. No, it's not. I mean, you can't hear the meows because it's on. bubbles. Hold on, do you honestly think that a catfish is a cat that lives in the water? I need to know this right now. Not as hairy because you, it needs smoother skin, but you also don't hear the, the mews, meow, meows. What does a catfish bubbles. look like to you? Like a flat cat. 
A flat cat. <laughs> like a fishy cat, like with the tentacle with the whiskers. Tentacles. <laughs> Moving I don't know. on. You're describing a monster, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Uh, no, sea puss is uh, nothing body related. A sea puss is a strong seaward current, riptide or undertow. Is uh, that's what that is. Um, Maury, what is mastication? Okay, so mastication. It's what I do alone many times. No, it's not. Actually, <laughs> no. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Maury got this right. Maury, uh, what is it? Mastication? It's what I do when my husband's not home all the time. Right. This is the activity of your body chewing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey. So when you're eating at home alone. Uh, we'll go for that. Yes, it's chewing. It's the first step to digest, uh, digestion. Mastication, Maury. So yes, 100%. Wow. You do a lot of that when your husband's not around. <laughs> uh, do we have time for one more? One more. Sphenopalatine ganglionuralia. Okay, take wow. it piece by piece. First okay. part. Sphenopalatine. Sphenopalatine. Ganglionuralia. Onuralia. Onuralia. Yeah. Sphenopalatine ganglionuralia. Sphenopalatine ganglionuralia. Yes. Sphenopalatine ganglionuralia. Yeah. All y'all y'all come free. Okay. It's what you say at the end of tag. Okay. Literally, I'm just I'm I'm guessing on this one. Yes, really. <laughs> okay. okay. Say the first part. Okay. I believe it's phenylpalatine ganglionuralia. Oh my uh, God! Oh, it's Uncle Sven who's stop it. Friends with a pal stop of his it. teens. Stop it. That's a weird ass uncle, man. <laughs> That's the uncle you want to stay away from, bro. <laughs> yeah. It's an uncle yeah. with lots of teen yeah. friends. Oh, I, oh, Sphenopalatine. Oh, incarcerated uncle. <laughs> Is that the medical term for incarcerated uncle? No, it's uh, it's the it's the medical term for an ice cream headache, Maury. Oh, snap. And that's science with Maury. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. So they talked to a hundred people. Who? Who have lived to be a hundred. They talked to a hundred, hundred-year-olds? Yeah, they talked to a hundred, hundred-year-olds. Okay. And found out the 10 most common tips they had to living to a hundred. But this is like sort of bogus because you always hear these stories where you see like the the woman on the local news who's 110. Yeah. And they're like, like, what's your secret? She's like, cigarettes and bingo. Yeah. Well, it works. She lived <laughs> <Right>? 110. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Where you're like, okay. Uh, I, you know, I eat a plate of bacon every single yeah, day. Uh, you're like, okay. But like, what else, right? Because that's just very sounds seems very specific. I never wore a seatbelt, <laughs> right? <laughs> and you're like, okay, but like, but like, but like, what, what else, right? Yeah. So they 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 compiled the the sort of top ten list of things that came up most often when they talked to a hundred hundred year olds okay. about their tips on living. Uh, to be a hundred. Okay. So at ten was have faith. At nine was be nice to people. Uh-huh. Uh oh. Um, yeah. Always try to get a good night's sleep was at eight. Maintain meaningful relationships. Wow. Right? Yeah. At number six was don't drink too much and don't smoke. Oh, okay. Number five was drink alcohol regularly. <laughs> <laughs> What about number four? I, I'm going from ten to ten to one. No, I mean if four is don't drink. No, six was oh, don't six drink. Six don't drink. And six then five. Five is drink. Yeah, yeah that's five. What I'm yeah, I'm telling you, these, this is just what people say. So that's what I'm saying. Like hundred year olds are all <laughs> over the map. Don't tell me right? four is don't smoke and three is smoke lots. <laughs> right? <laughs> Could you imagine? Yeah. 
never wear socks. Yeah. <laughs> okay, thanks for that. For that great tip. Never wear socks. Um, uh, number four is stay positive. Uh-huh. Right? Having a positive attitude. Uh, number three is stay active. Mm. Uh, number two is eat healthy. And number one, the number one piece of advice that 100, 100-year-olds had about living to 100 was ignore traditional advice about your diet. Oh. <laughs> so, number two, eat healthy. Yeah. Number one, ignore all diet advice. So every answer contradicts like another answer. Because they're 100. <laughs> <laughs> right there are a hundred but anyway take from that what you want i guess this is like a like a which way book like i'll go with number four i'm gonna yeah. drink <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and i'm not gonna wear my seatbelt hey the Roz and mocha show podcast champions of magic show is hitting toronto december 19th to january 6th at the st lawrence center for the performing arts tickets on sale right now and uh, alex mcaleer is here he's one of the five illusionists who are going to be performing what's going on dude i'm very good thank you for asking um so what is your role in this show uh so my role is i am a uh, mind reader extraordinaire as okay. i think uh, not just I, a mind reader yeah but it has to be extraordinary you know? right it's a big show <laughs> right i understand this now uh, the other guys they can't just be the illusionists they're the grand illusionists thank you oh, i'm right. fully so, on board for this you wouldn't be booked for this show <laughs> right absolutely right. Yeah. you wouldn't be touring with, uh, yeah. with the rest of the yeah. group you can't have distinctly average magician as your tagline. So what? So you you are part of this show. What makes your abilities or skills different than the magicians? Like you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. The, so I guess so. That we uh, so we each have our own kind of specialities. Like there's a escape escape artist in the show. Okay. Or escapologist is the is the technical term. Right. And there's also a close up magician. There's the illusionist and stuff. So we each have our own. Um, and you're the warlock. Genre. I'm the warlock. Right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> right. So prior to walking into the studio just now, right? Mm-hmm. Were there like certain vibes you could pick up from Roz and I before shaking our hands, before meeting us, before we started this interview? Uh, it's, I, I have to see people in person. How do you do this? What, what can we do? What can we do today? Like, do, do, do I need to come and sit like right do, next yeah, to if, you? Yeah, if you're right next to me, that'll make yeah. it much easier. Yeah, okay. yeah, Mocha's going to go across the room right now. So what do yeah. I got to do? So um, I am going to... So for people listening, we haven't like set anything up and prearranged anything. No, never. Paid you off. Good. No. So, um, yeah, I mean, you can say that. People are still not going to believe it. So yeah. anyway. <laughs> so I'm um, okay. I'm going to get you a little piece of card. Okay. And I'm just going to check what I've written Now, do you here. do this uh, at the actual show? You invite audience members to come up to the to Yes, the absolutely. Stage? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Great. Like straight away, I throw out this little toy monkey. People catch it. They come up. Okay, cool. It's, it's, no, it's nice and random. So this says, uh, please... I can't read my own writing. Please write any short English word, is what this says. So you need to think of a short English word. Okay. So short is, let's say, seven letters or less. Yep. And don't go for just cat or dog, because those are kind of the obvious oh, choices. Yeah, those uh-huh. are kind of the obvious choices. <laughs> way to go. I could sing that way already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on, read man. My mind. Come on, my, a mind already... reader says, come on, the short word, and you pick dog. <laughs> I actually Dude, did. Dude, are yeah. you kidding me? I okay. did. I picked dog. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got another one. I got another one. Yeah. Good. I'm Not dogs, uh, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Hold on. Now I got to think of another okay. one. Okay. Okay, got one. Uh, this better not be a breed of dog now. No. Okay, okay so. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to drop this down just so we've got some proof right there and then fold it back up so okay. the writing is okay. on the inside. So, I'll look so the other way. Okay, okay. okay. so Alex just pen. gave Mocha uh, a white piece of, just like a card. And uh, Mocha has the pen, by the way, that was Alex's pen. Not that that matters. <laughs> I, think it's fine. I um, stole oh, it from the hotel. You stole it from the hotel. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay, Alex, Mocha, hang on one second. So Maury is on the phone. Maury's going to tell the audience right now what Mocha's word was. Alex cannot hear this. Maury, what was it? The word is baby. Baby. And now well Alex, can, oh, you can turn yeah, okay. turn back around. And you, uh, uh, it's not. A th- it's quite a thick piece of card as yeah, well. It's it not is. like it's just a thin index card. I'm going to pop it in an envelope so you know it's nice and safe. Yep. So it's not going to go anywhere. Right. It'll be sealed. It'll stay on the table between us so you know I'm not just... Okay. Secretly popping open and reading it. So whatever this um, whatever this word is, you're going to say it over and over again in your head, not okay. out loud, because that does take the challenge out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's good. But yeah. So whatever the word is, you say it over and over again in your head. Okay. For me, slowly, because that's too fast at the moment. So nice and slowly, you say that word. Okay. Yeah. So uh, if you just say it in your head. Now, I'm not psychic. This isn't some sort of weird like psychic gift, but you will tell me what it is. Slowly but surely. Could you think about a letter just somewhere in the middle of that word? Just one letter, somewhere in the middle. Yep. Good. Okay, don't change your mind because that confuses me. Because there was one, then another, and you hopped back. Because there is a, it's either a B or a D or something in the middle, and you're not going to tell me which, which is fine. Oh. I'm going to guess at a B, though, right there. And there is also, the other one was a vowel. Um, say, your, say your name out loud for me, your name. Mocha. Good, say it again. Mocha. Good. Now say your own name, but just in your head. Okay. Good. Now say the word, but just in your head. Mm-hmm. Wow. Is that is that baby? As in no one puts baby in the corner, baby. Wow. Is that stunned silence or? Wow. <laughs> can I open this? Yes. Yeah. Is it baby though? Okay. It is. Yeah, I can see the yeah. the way he's smiling. Yeah. That's crazy. B A B Y. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> okay. How'd you do that? Uh, mind reading. <laughs> <laughs> so Mocha just wrote down on a card, baby, put it in a sealed envelope. And then you just had Mocha repeat the word over and over and over again in his yeah. head. And you came up with baby. And uh, I would like to ask you to leave because you're a warlock, obviously. <laughs> and um, and I'm getting the, the heebie-jeebies right now. I don't know how this stuff happens, but uh, there's trickery behind it, but I don't understand it. And much like my grandfather, I shun the things that I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Champions of Magic happening December 19th wow. to January 6th. Uh, St. Laura's Center for the Performing Arts. Uh, Alex McAleer, thank you so much for joining us on the Roz and Mocha Show. A real, my pleasure. You get a sense of like, like being pissed off, right? Like you lost. Like there's a feeling that you lost. Oh, I'm mad. This. Yeah. Oh yeah. By the mad way, you're hell. never allowed to come back here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Ross and Mocha Show podcast. Go Leafs, go! Go Leafs, go! Go Leafs, go! <laughs> Leafs and Canadians tonight, baby. Uh, Damon Mori had a chance to hang with all your favorite Toronto Maple Leafs ahead of tonight's. Home opener, season opener, you name it. NHL 19 predicted him to win the cup. Bodog hasn't predicted to win the cup. I don't want to oh go on God. and on and on and on and on. But that's just reality. We woke up to a reality this morning. So, uh, damn I'm not getting my hopes up just yet. No, damn no. Mori went down, covered the season. In only the way that damn it, Mori could. Is it Roses are red. The Leafs are blue, and this season they're coming for you, especially if they take this reporter's suggestion for a good luck charm. First up to bat, John Trevarez. To bat? I don't know if you if you do need luck. You sorry, 
Yeah. For, you said first up to bat <laughs> yeah. when we're talking about hockey, uh, and then you called him John Chavares? <laughs> yeah, Chavares. <laughs> for a good luck charm. First up to bat, John Chavares. <laughs> I don't know if you, if you do need luck, you, you're more than welcome to rub my belly. <laughs> I like to try to create my own luck, I think. <laughs> it, my, it's right here if you want to rub my belly. <laughs> I appreciate it. Oh, with the strikeout. Now the soft, smooth hands of Morgan Riley. I'm willing to allow you to rub my belly. Uh, I think I'll pass, but I appreciate the offer. Ooh, swing and a miss. <laughs> what have you got to lose? You know what? That's a good point, but I think there's, there's other ways to go about attaining that luck, and I think we'll try uh, different avenues. It's right there, but I get it. <laughs> okay, that's okay. I think I can hold off. This is getting really weird, isn't it? Uh, no, I'm enjoying it. Oh, if I had a nickel. Even Austin Matthews turned it down. People rub my belly for good luck, you know. Uh, I don't know if we're going to do that, but uh, I don't know, I'm sure we could think of something a little bit more appropriate, you know? <laughs> ah, just a little offside. Ah, yes, the Toronto Maple Leafs. And they're back for their 102nd season. And like a freshly caught fish, they're hitting the ice. And this reporter's there to hit a slap shot of a question. And what did you, like, really suck at last season that you need to work on? Well, there's a lot of things that I really, really stank at, so there's lots of room to get better. But like a schoolboy who's flung their knapsack over his shoulder for the first time this year, Jake Gardner tells us about those back-to-school jitters, as he says. I don't know if I'd call them back-to-school jitters. Could this season be more exciting and different? Some call him a beacon of hope. John Chavarez is going to give it everything they have to get to the ultimate goal. We're going to give it everything we have to get to the ultimate goal. Go Leafs go! <laughs> Heading into the season, we're ready to win. And Jake Gardner helps us get hyped. I mean, I, I don't know if you need hype. See you on the court. <laughs> Maury Sherman, Roz, and Mocha News. That is so funny. I can't wait to see John Travaris on the, on, on the court tonight. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. And from Oakville, Ontario, number 91, John Tavares. Okay, for real. There you go. How good was it to hear that announcement? Like, officially. That was the first time I heard it just now. Serious? You didn't watch the intro? No. You didn't watch the intro of the game. You were so hyped. Okay, I know. Okay, 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 okay. And so excited. I made sure I was sitting on the couch right when the intro started. Can I I need to see that intro? Can I explain, please, to the court why I missed the first 15 minutes of the game, 10 minutes of the game, (sighs) plus all the intro? This better be good. So Wednesday was going to be Leafs home opener, first game of the season, John Tavares. Roxy 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 and I had big plans. Yeah. Huge plans. Yeah. Food and snacks. Yeah. Wings, fries, gravy, the whole deal. Big bowl of mayo. We're set. Mm. But Wednesday is also initiated by Roxy the night we play Clue as a family. Oh, no. Okay? And normally, I get my ass kicked in Clue. I'm no good at it. I've I've never won a game of Clue. In the kitchen with the wrench. Thank you. (gasps) I've never won a game. Uh, I've never won. We play all the time. I have never won a game of Clue, and it's only for the three of us that play. Yeah. Never. And so can I just say last night, I was like really close to winning. Uh-huh. And so I was really into Clue. And I made that decision where do we pause the game and watch the very beginning of the Leafs game or do I try my best to win my first game of Clue ever? Against it? 
Eight-year-old. Right. Because <laughs> Catherine at this point was already out of the game. She made yeah. a wrong guess. So it was, I, was, I was head-to-head at this point. I was head-to-head. With, it was not the candlestick in the bedroom. <laughs> correct. I was head-to-head with Roxy at this yeah. point. Head-to-head. And she always destroys me. And so I was, I was super close to winning. And so I made the decision to not turn the television on and finish out the game and destroy my child in Clue. Who's <laughs> <laughs> eight, by the way. <laughs> so I won my first game. So that's oh, a celebration. Nice. Leafs right. win their first game. Oh. I won for the first First time at Clue, but uh, and then I fell asleep before the end. Oh no! Yeah, I missed, Are you the, I, I missed the overtime goal. <laughs> oh, so you missed this? Yeah. Matthews over the boards with Marlowe, who takes the pass, going in for the shot, a shot he scores. Yeah. Austin Matthews yeah. wins the game. Yeah, oh, I missed no! it. I missed it. You missed all of that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> but I had a great time while I was awake. <laughs> Beating an eight-year-old in Clue. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Portugal, one of the warmest countries in all of Europe, and Air Transat flies to Lisbon in the winter months uh, three times a week and weekly to Faro and Porto. Yeah, I'll tell you, a couple of years ago, you would sort of look online and on social media and everybody seemed to be going to Costa Rica. And that was the, the, the kind of life-changing trip that everyone was doing. But now the new jam is 100% Portugal. The amount of people I know that have gone there and come back with their lives changed mm. is incredible. Uh, one thing that people love to do whenever they uh, they visit a new spot, you do those multi-city tours. Yeah. Uh, one of the great things about Lisbon is you can still do that tour, but uh, you can do that on your own time and traveling by foot. Yeah, which is the best part. Right? Yeah, because when you think of a vacation, you kind of want to, if you're done with the resorts and you don't necessarily want to go to a big city, those usually are your two options. But Portugal is like sort of right there in the middle where it's, you get to engage in the, and sort of live the lifestyle of the people who have been living there for years before you get there. And it's really incredible. And like I said, man, you talk to anybody that's been to Portugal, they come back a changed person person put this trip on your list oh god maury just walked in what, what madonna lives there now too does she really yeah madonna lives permanently in lisbon there you go madonna what? lives in portugal you can go knock on her door and be like oh madge i'm yeah, here yeah yeah what, what's the <laughs> show what's, me around what's the portuguese food that ever what's the national dish oh uh, well i love um not what you love no what like what's the one known for codfish yeah. there you go go have some I cod swear, with madonna maury was just about to say french fries <laughs> right <laughs> God. Also, Fuck let me I tell am. you something, man. French fries and cod with Madonna in Portugal. Make it happen. <laughs> book your if trip. Not, if that's not an Instagram picture right there. Yes. Book your trip. Do this now. Uh, Airtransat.com for all the info. All right. What are we doing? Taking a photo? Yeah. All right. Hey, it's Ron Samoka. What's up? Ron Yeah. I really can't ever get through you. Oh, oh my God. I absolutely love you. Well, we love you right back and you got through. What's your name? It's Trish and my sister Marcy is right beside me. Oh, okay. What are you guys up to today? Uh, just driving to work in this horrible rain. Yeah, it sucks. But, but it's my sister's birthday today. Oh, well, happy birthday. Yeah. And I thought I'd call you guys to have you and uh, the special Demi Mori uh-huh. sing happy birthday to her. If you could, With special please. Mori? With special Mori, please. <laughs> um, okay, get so him, how... Get him in tune. <laughs> um, what's your sister's name again? Marcia. Marcia. It's so funny, because 
because I was listening to your uh, podcast the other day, yeah. and it's so funny how you guys said the same way it's spelled, and you say Marsha. So many people call her Marsha too, but it's Marcia. Oh, no, it's okay. not. It's it's Marsha. So yeah. Marcia. Oh, <laughs> how old are you today, Marcia? I'm going to be 22 today. Now you're going to be. You are 22 today. All right, Marsha, you ready? It's Marcia. <laughs> Marcia. <laughs> ready? One, two, three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Marcia. Marcia. Show podcast. Uh, where are we here? Today is what is the day today, Mocha? September 28th. Thank you. You want to know which wrestler is celebrating a birthday? No, I do not. Oh. Uh, today is Hug a Vegetarian Day. It's Drink a Beard Day. It's uh, World Rabies Day. Yes. World Rabies Day? Yeah, but it's also Ask a Stupid Question Day. Now, this day encourages you to overcome your fear of sounding uneducated and okay. open yourself to learning by asking your stupid stupidest question. Is that why I'm here? No, Maury. Um, yeah, no. So Maury gave me a list of uh, uh, things that would normally be considered stupid questions where okay. you'd go, oh God, such a stupid question. But today's the day for that. Okay. Right? Um, let me burn through a couple here. Uh, has anyone ever figured out how summer is always the summer and winter is always the winter? <laughs> um, yes. Okay. <laughs> The answer is yeah. yes. Uh, is it possible that we're living in a time where all the inventions have already been invented? No. No? <laughs> Easy answer. And uh, who decided that uh, laughing is for happy and crying is for sad? What if we cried when something was funny? Well, then it wouldn't be funny. Also, but no, but then that, also but, sometimes you do. <laughs> yeah, you laugh so so hard so much that you start no, crying. No, but when you're at a yeah. funeral, you're laughing because like, maybe that's the, that's the new form of sad. No, that's because you're socially awkward. <laughs> Uh, and then here, I'll let Maury read this last one here. Sure. Okay. Um, was there a team of people that made up all the words? <laughs> yes. Yes, there was. Like I, Six of them. Like I picture it at a lodge on a Friday or something. Right. Was there a team of people? It's a really interesting question. Because how did we get words like vegetable, breakfast, dog, phone? Like who decided dog was dog? It's a really interesting question. I don't think it's so much a stupid question. Like it's, I know that it's probably like some sort of derivative of Latin doginess or something. But who created doginess is what you're saying, though. Yeah, you like got to go back to your at original. At some point, there was an original group of people. Yeah, six right. people, three guys, three girls. Yeah, right. and on a Friday night, yeah. playing a board game and going, you know, and figuring out words. Playing a board game, figuring out words. Hold like, on a second. Do you think words were just invented like recently, <laughs> like in the past 100 years? Like they had like a chalkboard and they brainstormed words yeah 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 but no but language does change all the time that's the interesting part of language is that it's always evolving um but there's a there's words yeah, that evolving af yeah there, there's <laughs> words again going back to Maury's stupid question which was there a group of people who just sat around and invented all the words uh, there's some words that are very difficult to spell and it's almost like the people who came up with these words were trolling you because there's some words that just break the rules of what you would normally think 
a word should be spelt, right? Because it was that point at the lodge meeting where they were drinking. Right. Okay, let's start with this then. Maury, spell champagne. Okay, so champagne is S-H-A-M, champagne, P-A-I-N. No, Holy incorrect. Cow. So say that again. S-H-A-M-P-A-I-N. Champagne. Champagne. Ah. Incorrect. Try again. Sham. Sham. S-H-A-M, because that's a sham. Yep. P-A-Y-N. Ah. Incorrect. One more time. S-H-A-M. Sorry, say again. Start again. S-H-A-M. Sham. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Pain. P-A-N-E. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Holy cow, dude. Check. No, you got that completely wrong. Okay, one, one more time for champagne, Maury. <laughs> you're such a troll, Morgan. Like, you're honestly... I put a check, dude. Honestly, like... He, he, Maury, <laughs> the, honest, the glimmer of a hope. Come like, on. Maury's eyes just lit up just now. All right, and in, 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 in Maury's head, right? The look, just so in case you're listening to this right now, the look on Maury's face was legitimately like, okay, moving on. <laughs> Uh, Maury, Maury, champagne. Would you be shocked if I said that it started with a C? Well, then it's champion. Okay. Oh. Oh, wow. Closer. Do you think it's just champion, but pronounced differently? Like from the French. Okay. C-H-A-M. Why do you think all champions drink champagne? (laughs) Right? Yeah. Champ. I O N. Oh, champion. Champion. Champagne, Maury. C H A M P A G N E. Champagne. Ah, yes. Oh, that's why people go champagne. Right. Yeah, all uh, those people. Uh, <laughs> I've never an, heard anyone say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Maury, here's another one. Coordinate. Co- to coordinate. Okay. Yes. C-O-R-D-I-N-A-T-E. C-O-R-D-I-N-A-T-E. Okay. Coordinate, Maury. two N's in that? Coordinate. Coordinate. C-O-R-D-I-N-A-T-E. Oh, my God. E-O. Coordinate. Is that how to say in Mexico? Yeah, coordinate. Uh, we must coordinate you together. <laughs> we must coordinate you our plan. Okay, try again. Okay, C O O C O R D I N T. I N T int. Cordant. You spell cordant. Cordant. By the way, this all started. If you're just joining us, good morning. It's it all started with Maury asking a question for Ask a Stupid Question Day which we fully support, which was, was there a group of people who just sat around inventing all the words? And these are some of the more difficult ones where you can tell that if that was Would the case, do one more? they were completely trolling us. Uh, yeah, kindergarten. Okay. Kinder, kinder, K-I-N-D-E-R, mm. and then garden, G-A-R-D-E-N. Really? <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hey, Kiss, it's Razamoka. Hey, how are you? Good, how are you? <laughs> I'm good, thank you. I have a word for Maury. <laughs> oh, a word for Maury. To spell, okay. Yeah. Oh, to spell. Lingerie. Oh, wow, God. okay. Lingerie. Damn it, Maury. Laundry? Yeah, lingerie. lingerie. What's your name, first of all? Wendy. Uh, lingerie. <laughs> um, L-A-N-D-E-R-R-A-Y. Landry. Uh, Landry? <laughs> 
Try again. Okay. No. Try again. <laughs> well, I spelled L-A-N-D. I sounded it out as Lond. Okay. Do you want a hint? No. No, no hints. Have you never heard okay. the show before? Come on now. Yes, I laugh. I'm laughing every okay. morning. Come okay. on. L-A-W-Lon. <laughs> And let yeah, me okay, finish. go with that one. Go with that one. Can you let You're me close before you yeah. hit the beat? Oh, sure. Okay. <laughs> sorry, 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 yeah. sorry. L a w n d r a y. Londre. Londre. Oh my my. Lingerie. Lingerie. Yeah. Try again. Lingerie. L a u n d r y. Lingerie. Laundry. Yeah, laundry. You look so sexy in your laundry. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy, would you like to help Dan and Maury out? Sure. Okay. L-I-N-G-E-R-I-E. Uh, that's not help. That's giving it to him. I thought you were going to give him a hint. Maury, repeat well, what she just said. Well, I was going to say, sounded out like lingerie. Okay, okay. <laughs> she legit just spelled it out for yeah. you, Dan and Maury. Okay, repeat Maury. Repeat what she yeah. just said. Repeat what she just said, Maury. L-A-N... <laughs> Thanks, Wendy. See, it turns out I did just call. Yeah, you're right. You're Have right. a good day. You too. Hi, Razamoka. What's going on? Good morning. How are you? Great. How are you today? I'm good. So I'm calling because I have a question. Okay. So is Maury actually this dumb? So I was listening to the podcast where he was spelling and he can't spell like cylinder, for example. Yeah. Is it an act or is he actually just that dumb? Well, that's a really mean thing to say, first of all, because what if he is? So what? I love it. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> What's your name? Maria. Maria. Uh, Dan and Maury is probably one of the, and it's not being mean. It's just facts or facts because the evidence is out there. Probably one of the worst uh, spellers. Yeah. That I've oh ever met God. in my entire life. Yeah, but I, I just f- didn't think it was humanly possible. He's what forty, which I never thought. He looks like he's ten, but oh, there no. you go. Oh, that's nice. Oh, now more your best friend. <laughs> no, well, I, I know you guys always ask who's your favorite. Like, let me just tell you, yeah. Roz, Maury, then Mocha. Wow, oh, wow. nobody, uh, nobody asked. <laughs> well, I'm answering it. Wow. Uh, <laughs> listen, cylinder is not an easy word to spell. First of all, uh, but even. Other words that you gave him. Like, I have on. I have said this about Maury for years. Okay, Maury is good at some things, just not most things. That's true. Right? He's very social. I give him that. He's good at his job. He does yeah. well for you guys. And also, he looks young. Yeah, I'll even say that. I don't think Maury looks forty. No, not at all. No, according to you, he looks ten. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. say Maury looks ten. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm over exaggerating, but you know what I mean. Because of the chest hair and all. Ten <laughs> <laughs> year old with a forty year old body. Yeah, no, no, like that doesn't that doesn't work for me. But uh, but no, uh, it's uh, we all we all love Maury. Oh, so do I. Don't worry. Okay. Thank you so all much. Right. Have a good day. Bye, you too. Bye bye. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, the Scott Brothers are here. What? What? What's going on, fellas? Not much. We are just starting this fun little adventure with big plans. We don't get up at 5.45 in the morning for just anybody. No, but you look good this time. Thank you. Day, Thank, I've had a lot of work done. Yeah. I, I want to look more like Jonathan. He's the sexy brother. <laughs> <laughs> so when did the, so the kids' book is Build a Brother's Big Plans. And, of course, you have everything else that you guys do. How many shows do you have? 
five. five. Well, then you Thousand, did that special apparently. about your wedding. That was, was the wedding. So we have, you know, a, a few shows on the go, but. And then you sell stuff on television. You do yes. all this stuff. Now, is this, how much of this is a kid's book with a message and how much of this is just an alternate revenue stream for you guys? <laughs> Mainly, we just realized uh, we look a lot cuter when we were younger. Right. So we've been fading fast. So we how, wanted to get something out there with us as kids. How many times have I babysat your kid? Uh, yeah, enough. So I'm like, I, there's obviously I've got you know a good relationship. I can teach kids something. Yes. Mind you, I did drop your kid in a monkey bar That's one true. time. Yeah, forget yeah. that. We but, haven't told that story yet. No. The time oh wow! The time that Jonathan <laughs> dropped my kid at a park. She, and she, the look she gave me, she's like, "You did this." I'm like, no, "What? No! Uh, I don't even know you, this story." Wait, she, hold on, I didn't hear. Did you? Did she slip? No, we were taking you? a photo, and yeah. Catherine was taking the photo, and yeah. so. We're, we're hanging and she was upside down I was upside down the monkey bar and then I held her hand upside down which <laughs> made her release her feet and fall oh no it was sand she fell on sand and then she just <laughs> gave me this look of how and then 230 you. pounds of Jonathan yeah. fell on top of her and it was at that point you were like we know everything about yeah. kids yeah. so let's do a children's book <laughs> exactly <laughs> precisely well actually to, to play it safe though we, we had a child psychologist work with us on the book so you there did. is great messaging yeah. we figured she knew more than Jonathan just so. a little bit um, yeah yeah. Did you guys always have a plan to to put together a uh, a children's Are book? Are you saying a big plan? A big oh. plan. No. You know it's so funny cuz we you know we've always been involved in kids charities whether it's yeah. cancer charities or whether it was education or you, you name it. But what, Property Brothers has been going now for 10 years Crazy. and we will have four-year-old, five-year-old kids on the street walk up and say, Mom, Dad, it's the Property Brothers. And then parents are like, what the heck's a Property brother? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. It, kids love the Amazing show. how many kids love real estate and design shows. But we do have this big audience. So we wanted, for, for a couple of years now, we've wanted to have something we can give them. So uh, Big Plans is, it's all stories from when, that derive from when we were kids. So we were these little schemers, always coming up with something, trying to solve a problem. And so we thought, well, why not take this? And, and also there's a great message in, in, in the book. The kids are, we're trying, as kids, we're trying to build these dog houses or this doghouse, a double-decker doghouse, and then we ended up building it way too small. We thought we failed, and the message there is failure is not a bad thing. You know, a lot of people, everyone who succeeds has failed at some point as long as you learn from it and keep working, and then working together is the other message, how we're better together than we are apart. And the coolest right. thing at the end of everybody, we've already written our second one in the series. And, are you, you know, serious it's being already? Yeah, yeah, it's being illustrated now, but every book at the end of it, there's a project that the child can take on with their parent or their teacher and actually build something. So this one, with stuff from around the house, you can build a birdhouse. The whole plan's in there. We the, wanted to uh, we wanted something we could read to you guys at night. We, we really want wow. a book at your level, <laughs> at Maury's level. Have you seen this yet? I have, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the drawing, the illustration in it is just fantastic. I love it. And it's a Canadian illustrator as well. She's this from Calgary, great. Kim Smith. Yeah. And yeah. how much of this, too, is the fact that kids maybe aren't pushed in the direction of building things anymore. Everything is online. Everything is this. There's no sort of practical, get your hands in there and build something. How much is this to inspire that? 100%, because all kids are tactile. They love to be hands-on, but Mm -hmm. a lot of times they're not being stimulated that way. And when we were kids, I mean, our our parents, they didn't want us just sitting there playing video games. They want us outside exploring, adventuring. And the big thing is, you know, all kids have this wonder, this sense of wonder. And and we want to encourage that, that thinking outside the box like we did when we were kids. so this book just this really sparks that sort of fun and creative mind. Drew has I, we just discovered this because we you know we, we did a makeover on the Harlem Boys and Girls Club as part of the launch for the book and and so that was the first time we pulled the book out. There's about ten kids there. We realized Drew has some fancy book voices that he likes to do. We I didn't do. know this. 
Are, so yes, I, I, I'm not. Ta- I'm not showing you, but I have my. Uh, my there's an aunt and uncle uh, yeah. character in the book, and I'll have bring up my aunt voice. Lady voice before. Is it? Yes, I do it all the time. <laughs> I don't know why I'm British. <laughs> why, why did that you have an English accent? My is that aunt, aunt Kathy English. in the book? Yeah. Aunt yeah. Kathy is yeah. yeah. like this. Yeah. So yeah. Aunt Kathy whole, from Calgary, by the way. There's going to be a spin-off series for Aunt Kathy, by the way. Okay, so real quick before we before you guys go, again, if you can sum up the moral of the story for Big Brothers Big Plans, the children's book is what? Yeah, Builder Brothers Big Plans uh, the big uh, story point here, two, it's two part. One is that working together is always better than just always thinking about yourself. Right. And on top of that, failure is not a bad thing. It's part of learning and growing and we really want to encourage that creativity in kids. Okay. If, people, if people go to drewandjonathan.com slash Builder Brothers they can get all the information about the book, a little teaser where they can pick it up, but it really is something special and pe- and people have been going nuts you know so I want I want to hear people online I want them to post pictures when they have the book what their kids think use, use hashtag, hashtag builder brothers yeah yeah it's going to be it's going to be amazing well, so we might be able to add this one to so, that hashtag so Dammit Maury and his husband Dammit Matthew for years on this show have they do something called bedtime with the Dammits Dammit Maury and Dammit Matthew where they take a classic kids book they bring it to bed Maury will read it to, to Matthew and then they argue over what the moral is they've done <laughs> all these shell Silverstein books. They've done all the classics and they took your book to bed um, last night. So we'll play you a tiny little bit now of, Ooh, I can't wait. Of, <laughs> of, the, of the bedtime with the dammits. The moral of the story is to measure think before you act. So that's turning your mistakes into pleasure into positives. Well actually it's called big plans but they didn't make the house big enough. So okay so the moral is when in doubt think. Think. Do it again. <laughs> <laughs> it, it doesn't sound as Did smooth. They nail it? <laughs> yeah. This, when in doubt, now this this thing is at a reading level that's above. Maury. Thank so. you. Thank you. I just want to put that. Yeah. I was worried. This is a four to six. So yeah, the Ross and Mocha Show podcast. Ah, uh, the Scott brothers were in here earlier. Uh, Jonathan and Drew Scott, property brothers. And they got a new book out called Builder Brothers Big Plans, which is a kid's book. It's beautifully animated. There's a great moral to the story. It's very cool. And uh, if you remember, you've been listening to the show, Dammit Maury and his now husband, Dammit Matthew, do what we created, this thing called Bedtime with the Dammits, which is they take a famous children's book, take it to bed, Maury will read it to Matthew, and then, like two numbskulls, they argue over the moral of these classic children's stories. Matthew, can you come here? I have to read to you. Bedtime with the Dammits on the Roz and Mocha show They frolic in their underwear in downtown Toronto Two men who are lovers who like to read in bed. So let's check in with the dammits to see what they have read. All right. And uh, in the past, they've done the Giving Tree, yeah. uh, Goodnight Moon, where Maury started to bawl his eyes oh, out like nice. uncontrollably. Didn't they do Christmas shoes once, too? Oh, Christmas <laughs> shoes. That was the other one that you cried. <laughs> I don't know why you do this, you two. Torture yourselves. Uh, but they, uh, they took um, Builder Brothers, the Jonathan and Drew Scott book to bed last night. And uh, it's called Big Plans is the book. Matthew. Hello. Yes. <laughs> I want to read to you. 
We haven't played in a while. Yeah, it's been nice. Come into bed. No, just stay in your underwear. <laughs> no. It's sexy. Oh my god, why do I feel like we're five? <laughs> this one's called Builder Brothers Big Plans. It's the Property Brothers. Jonathan and Drew Scott. Oh my god, I like those guys. Except I never know which one's Jonathan and which one's Drew. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. I can't see. You're not hope, You're not sharing. Okay. <laughs> One sweet so summer afternoon, Drew and Jonathan were doing what they did best, dreaming big. <laughs> Let's build a treehouse, said Drew. No, a castle, said Jonathan, with a firefighter's pole and a cat a, a caterpillar. No, and a catapult. <laughs> the twins were always making big plans, but for some reason, grown-ups only ever laughed. Oh, it's them. At, I just got it. Them as, like, they're young, Children, right? yes. Oh, so it's not them right now. <laughs> that sounds like quite a creative castle that you boys are going to build, Uncle Joe chuckled. Hmm, said Aunt Kathy. Sounds like your imagination might be a little too wild. Oh, Miss Aunt Kathy ain't happy with this. page. <laughs> There's nothing on it. There's no words. Oh. Okay. Well, I like to look at the pictures. The twins shuffled <laughs> off to their official planning table, a.k.a. the dining table. They Just like us. I know, right? They never think we can actually build these things, said Jonathan, just because we're little. They rummaged and rooted through their plans. They paced and pondered. They buckled down and brainstormed. Can you read it normally? Like this is. A- I'm doing it like as if there's a group of kids oh. at the end of our bed. <laughs> at last, the brother... Others stepped back to admire their work. The double-decker doghouse was awesome. All right. But it was also way too small. Oh, they should have measured the dogs before they started working. Measure the dogs! So what do you think the moral of the story is? (laughs) The moral of the story is to measure. Think before you act. So that's turning your mistakes into pleasure? Well, actually, it's called big plans, but they didn't make the house big enough. So, okay, so the moral is take a moment and think. You're giving me too many morals. Like, uh, when in doubt... Think. Think. Do it again. And pull, push the brakes. What brakes? <laughs> you know, like, push the brakes. Like, you know, slow, like, pump the brakes a bit. Measure. Good night. Oh, my oh God. My God. Right. Yeah, the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hi, it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hi. hi. Good morning. What's your name? Loma. 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 What's going on? I just want to say hi to Mocha. <laughs> Oh, hi, Loma. I love ya. Oh, I love you, too. What's you going want on? Roz to leave the room? <laughs> no, no, he can stay here for no, this. I love you guys. I love you guys. <laughs> no, I'm listening. Every day I listen, and everybody's calling in for Roz, so I'm calling in for Mocha. Whoa, whoa, sick and tired whoa. of it. We're Mocha in and out. <laughs> Getting sick and tired of Roz what picking up even? all the wins. Yeah, you know? What are you even talking about, you crazy people? Nobody's what? voted for Roz. <laughs> What is it? You're cool. I like you too. Don't worry. But I love Mocha. That's fine. (laughs) But 
Don't accuse me of taking taking all the all the wins. What's well, true? You case. are You're a track record. Like everybody, oh, every single every time they call in, no. it's always yeah, Roz. You know? Roz, Roz, it's always Roz. Roz, right? No, no, no. no. <laughs> what winds up happening is that when people call in and they're like, "Mocha's my favorite," it's like they're it's like so clean cut. Like there's absolutely no debate. When I squeak out a win, people on the phone are in pain trying to like decide. Like it's never a clear win for me, hon. I hear ya. <laughs> okay. All right, Loma. Uh, thank you for listening to the Razamoka show. You're welcome. Uh, thanks. Uh, we love you for it. Guys. Hey, Loma. Before we let you go, between Razamoka, who's your favorite? Mocha. Hey, the Raz and Mocha show podcast. Can I ask you a question. Sure. Because you deal with plumbers all the time. <laughs> what do you mean? I deal with plumbers all the time. <laughs> Yeah, bro. You got so many broken toilets in your like, place. Like my my like my plum game. Like, what are you talking about? I deal with plumbers all the time. I don't know. I've like had to deal with plumbers. Always doing housework. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll get, okay. I'll 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 give you the the space here to say what you want to say. What's the rule if somebody's coming over to fix your your plumbing? Uh-huh. Like, if somebody stinks, are you supposed to tell them? No. What do you mean? Because like if we had a plumber stink. come over. Yeah. And he smelled like sleep sweat. Yeah. And so all of a That's sudden... That's very specific. <laughs> what's the, diff- what's the difference between sweet sl- sleep, sweat, and regular sweat? Well, there's workout sweat, sleep sweat, and regular... Uh, what you know, are the differences? Articulate sweat. the differences. Well, sleep sweat smells like it's been sitting for a while. Okay. Like undercover. It's it's a, it's sort of, like, I guess, a more of a musty sweat. Okay. Whereas a gym sweat, sweat is more musty of a... Musty or musky? I think I mean musky, but I think I mean musty. Sure. Okay. We'll go with musty. Yeah. You know, like more your word. Gym sweat is what? Gym sweat is more like a, I guess, more of an a, a open, airy sweat. Okay. And what was the third sweat? Um, day-to-day sweat. Day-to-day sweat. Okay. And what's that smell like? Like, you know, you're sitting in front of your computer and it's a really hot office. And right. Let me tell you something. Out. Let me tell you something more. Okay. If you hire somebody to do anything for you that involves them being physical. So this is your plumber who's got to haul a snake up the stairs and all this other stuff, drive around a truck. What time did they, this guy come over to your house? 11 a.m. 11 a.m. And what time did you have him back at? We had him back at uh, 3 p.m. Okay, oh, right? Oh. And he's got call after call after call. And these guys are on call 24 hours a day trying to make a buck. He's coming right? over again today and I don't have any more candles. Doesn't matter. Like you can't have somebody come into your house uh, who's got to do something physical Manual for, for labor, yeah. And, and, and tell them that they, and tell them they sweat. You just can't do it. It's well, rude. So I turn on the you oven fan, I open the door, and I lit a patchouli no, candle. No, you got to stop being so precious. Your house ain't that great, man. That's pretty insulting. Honestly. No, but like when he leaves, I don't need lingering sleep Honestly, sweat. yeah, what, honestly. Man? You know what, then? I'll tell you what. What, what was the problem with your, uh, with your plumbing, with your Dripping, toilet? yeah. Okay, I'll tell you what. Learn how to do it yourself. Thank you. No, yep. no, no, no. No, that's do what it you yourself. do. That's the solution. Do I just it yourself. think it's like when you come over, you wear the booties and you smell nice. No, that's the, that would be, a, a, yeah, sure. Hold it on would, a be, it would be great expect, if that happened. You expect this guy, this plumber, who's probably working, I would say, 12 hours yeah, a day, easily. seven days a week, sure, right? Sure, yeah, sure. You expect this guy to be like, okay, I kind of stink before I walk into this place. Let me rub down with baby powder or let me like spray some Axe or something it's like that? called customer surface. No, I get it more. I get it's it. But the guy's also, the guy's also using his bodies, his bodies as work, man. 
I know, but then, but are you leaving it Why in the are you air? so precious? Why are you yeah. so I'm precious? It's my man. home. First of all, if anybody in this room should not be offended by the smell of a man, it should be you. Yeah, but not sleep sweat. No. No, sleep nah, sweat's listen. the worst sweat. Okay, yeah, you're, you're, you're back. You're, your place isn't that nice to worry about a guy coming in there My smelling. place is fantastic. No, it's, we not, have, it's not that nice. We have comforters. Yeah, your place isn't that nice to worry about some guy coming over and sweating in it. It's kind of rude, man. Yeah, Hold super on, why, rude. Can I just, why are you no. insulting my place? Why, why are you insulting a man? Who just doing his job that you hire. Coming into my nice place. <laughs> yeah, okay. Anyway, no, you cannot do that. You can't tell somebody. That's super rude. So it's think- super rude. You're, 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 I, I understand maybe you're a student at school and you're 13 and you don't realize you sweat and then the teacher's got to pull the kid aside and say, bro, deodorant time. You hit those years. I understand that. But when a guy comes to your house yeah. to fix your sink and he, and he smells because he's been working 12 hours, you can't say anything, man. You just can't do it. You pay so him and you say, thanks very much. If I open the much. door or whatever, is it no, an obvious hint? No, just don't be so rude. Just don't be so rude. So I just light a candle for the mood and be like, hey, how's it going? And then just sort no, of be like, it's because you Let him stink. in. Let him do his job. Yeah, let him be let him, on his let him, way. Let him be on his way, man. You're a grown okay? man. You're yeah, grown Matthew man. Matthew and I were this like trying not, to air out the place this is not, after. This is not going to go over well for you. I don't think that this was a great thing for you to bring up because I don't think this is going to go well for you today on Twitter. No. I really don't. At Dammit Mori. D-A-M-N-I-T-M-A-U-R-I-E. I am not alone in this. I am not alone. Yep. One more time. One more time, Mocha, please. At D A M N I T M A U R I E. Thank you. All right. Hey, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, it's Roz and Mocha. Who's this? Hey, it's Patrick. How's it going? Good, man. What's going on? I just want to show my support for Roz after that last caller. All right, see you, dude. Oh, stop it. Uh, <laughs> see, this is what happens. Come on. What? 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 It, it has to be Roz. It's always Roz. There's why? a big reason why, though. Why, though? Okay, go. Because he's a smooth, cool dude. Oh, shut up. <laughs> See? You know what I mean? <laughs> no problem. You can take that win, Ross. No problem. Right. Yeah, thanks. One time somebody called you a smooth, cool dude. Yeah. And uh, it stuck with you. Yeah. Like, forever. Like, And it got to the point of where there was nothing I could do uh, online. Where. <laughs> Where somebody would not comment on smooth, like I, I would, I post a picture of like my lawn, and you know the comments would be mowing like a smooth, cool dude, <laughs> or, or that's or that's a smooth, cool lawn. You know what I mean? Like the most ridiculous things, right? The most ridiculous things. Oh, uh, anyway, it's, okay. it's all love. It's all love. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, it's smooth, cool love. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much, Patrick. No problem. Love you guys. Yeah, the Ross and Mocha Show podcast. Peanut butter and mayonnaise sandwiches. Are you into this? Nope. Okay. So this exploded over the weekend. Uh, after an article in Garden and Gun magazine. <laughs> <laughs> That's a thing? Yeah. Which, I'm going to get my subscription up right now. <laughs> which covers uh, the southern home and food trends. Uh-huh. They traced the origins of peanut butter and mayonnaise sandwiches back to the Great Depression when it was an affordable option for a lot of people. And then you start going through, and there's a lot of different... When you start getting to the South, there's a lot of sort of different takes on the peanut butter mayonnaise sandwich. Like the, the, the peanut butter BLT, which is peanut butter, lettuce, tomato, and mayonnaise, Gross. or creamy salad dressing, uh, as nope. they put on. Then there's nope. a, another option that somebody had sent us, because they know that uh, we like to do these food things on this show. Uh, somebody had sent us saying that it's not peanut butter and mayonnaise, but it's peanut butter and Miracle Whip salad dressing. Oh, which is, I don't even no, know what that stuff absolutely is. Absolutely not. Ugh, no, thanks. So, Dan and Maury came prepared this morning. Uh, you brought what, more? I have white bread. Yep. Smells like wheat. Yep. Mayonnaise and peanut butter. There you go. And that's all it is. 
There's the peanut butter. Okay, the brand new jars, huh? I know. And I love expensing it and then bringing it home. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so more you're going with the peanut butter first, right? And and you're doing like the regular amount of peanut butter that you would say making a peanut butter sandwich. Yeah, a large clump. A large clump. Okay. So mm-hmm. Maury's got one half almost spread here. Yo, that's enough peanut butter. Okay, that's enough, okay. dude. Yeah. Dude, okay. You gonna break that bread? Well, you're Fresh so sloppy knife. with this. Like, where's your where's your pride of pride? Yeah, like, you're so rushing, man. Just take your time, dude. Like you don't care about food. Yeah. Like, like, love no, food. no, no, no. On the other piece, jerk. Oh, oh. my god. Did you not read how to up. do this? Yeah, but it's gonna you're gonna smush it together anyway. Oh. Okay. okay, so so peanut butter goes on one piece. I'm and convinced then, Dan Mori like literally gives zero Fs about food. I don't food. think you've ever cooked before. Yeah, or done you don't anything. care about food have at you, all. Have you ever spread anything in your life? <laughs> yeah. Shut up. <laughs> okay, we ready? Yeah. Okay, so okay. put it to more mayo. More mayo. Come on. What are you doing? You, it's got to equal. No, no. You don't to, like take some. Just like there we go. Okay, so now we have an equal amount it's of really mayo. Really hard to spread it evenly. Yeah, we have an equal amount of mayo and an equal amount of peanut butter on the other side. Okay, now put them together gently. Don't you're not a barbarian here. Okay. There we go. Is that good? Okay, that's good. Now you're gonna take a bite. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let us know what the how that tastes. So again, this is a again, Maury. Okay. Holy cow, dude! You eat sandwiches so weird. So weird. I know. How was that? Oh God! What? It tastes like glue. <laughs> it really like you get a little bit of the peanut butter first, and then the mayonnaise kind of just comes in from behind. I was going to ask you with this, which is the more overpowering flavor? Because peanut butter is a very strong flavor because it's very sweet. Mm, but it's it's um, it's a calmer flavor. The mayonnaise really is out for a punch. Really? Huh? Yeah. So what do you taste first, the peanut butter or the mayonnaise? We taste the peanut butter, and then the mayonnaise comes in yeah. from behind. Honestly, you, you eat a sandwich like a dog would eat a sandwich. <laughs> yeah. If you give a sandwich like straight, to a dog. straight down the middle. Like, straight down the middle. <laughs> and you don't, like, you don't, there's no spacing or, or like, care put into where you bite. Okay, no. that's enough of that. I don't know, man. It looks like you really like that sandwich. No, because I'm yeah. so confused as to the flavor. Right. Because you taste the peanut butter, and you're like, mmm. Yeah. And then mix with the mayonnaise, it's Elmer's glue. Right. And honestly, I'm looking at that sandwich right now where, where if you were like, hey, do you want a sandwich? And I was like, cool. You're like, hang on, it's in my boot. Like, <laughs> it, that's where it looks like that sandwich just yeah. came from. Rolled up. Right? Like rolled up in your boot. <laughs> like, it's so, I've never seen a sandwich yeah. look like that at the end you of the day. You eat weird. Right? <laughs> I just say... Maury making that sound with mayonnaise smeared all over his face is one of the more disturbing things I've ever seen in my life. You okay now? Yeah, it's pretty good. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey, you guys eating that sandwich. My mom has ate that for years. Really? And I always... I always took it as punishment. Peanut butter mayonnaise. Yeah, but the trick is, she doesn't like real mayonnaise. Miracle Whip Miracle is Whip. a completely different taste to it. Yeah, yeah but Miracle Whip is uh, is a lot sweeter, though, isn't yeah. it? You know what? I People think so. People have suggested I that I have to go downstairs and get Miracle Whip while I have the peanut butter still here. Uh. But she 
said when they didn't have money back when, that's what they used to eat. Because it is cheaper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, it's, it's really interesting you say that because I remember growing up, to me, mayo was Miracle Whip because that's all my mom would buy. Yeah. Right? Like, I just thought that that's what mayonnaise was. Like, we used to make, she would make me tuna sandwiches with Miracle Whip. Really? Yeah. And I don't it, know if I've ever had Miracle Whip. And it wasn't until years later, I remember I went to a, uh, like a, like a bakery or a deli and I ordered a tuna sandwich and I bit into it and I was like, what is this? Because it was so delicious. Yeah. Like, it yeah. was so incredibly delicious it was real and it was it was because they had mayo not miracle whip in so it. is miracle whip mayonnaise without the egg no it's a, i don't even know what it is it's it's like a weird they salad a dressing spread. yeah it's a spread oh weird yeah. spread doesn't I don't really trust anything that's called a spread right yeah call it what it is yeah yeah <laughs> i hate it and it was punishment so. okay <laughs> so do we even try this well what, I don't what's know. your name jackie jackie thanks so much for calling in have a great day bye bye this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Do you still teach Roxy farm animal sounds because it's farm animal day? Do you use this day to sort of teach her sounds? Do I teach my eight-year-old what sounds animals make? <laughs> She's reading Harry Potter, bro. <laughs> so you're not like, man, like that's you like think, a cow. Like, no, like you think that I go, we were doing a, a thousand-piece puzzle last night. <laughs> uh, we got some good puzz time last night, baby. Yeah. Oh, look out. Yep. It's She's beautiful. big time into puzzles, huh? Yeah, we love puzzles. Every year I do the same puzzle over and over again at Christmas. It's a 3D puzzle of New York, so I right. redo the same puzzle every year. I get better at it each year. Um, no, but like, do you think that in between like my kid doing long division and reading Harry Potter that I go, like, cow goes moo? <laughs> <laughs> like, you said, no. like, like she's just, like, she didn't learn that on her way. Yeah, I think <laughs> to learning everything else like we just we bypass that I well, think I, you're getting like parents mixed up right now because in our house yeah our son Cruz who's only 17 months old he is learning about animals and right the noises that they make so yes. just to show you Dan and Maury the drastic difference in age of when kids are learning things yeah they're not learning cow says moo at eight and a half years old no no. Can not. Cruz do the sounds? Like if you go, bah. What's, what is that? <laughs> she, yeah, I, I don't she. know. I don't know what sin noise that is. <laughs> yeah, and that's when Cruz looks at his dad and goes, that's the sound of death. Yeah. <laughs> Daddy, I'm scared. <laughs> Daddy, I'm scared. <laughs> and no. No, there are things, and I think that parents get caught up on the on teaching kids certain things too. Like you, you didn't have to teach your kid the sound that a, a dog and a cat make. They will eventually figure it out on their own. It's just like how parents obsess about the potty training aspect of raising a kid where y- you get parents who will sort of humble brag how young their kid was when they learned how to go on the potty and all those sort of milestones that they hit. But the reality is you don't even have to put that much work into potty training because eventually your kid, when they get old enough, will just realize that the toilet is where you do sure. all that stuff. Yeah, but you don't want you your kid no to be longer, behind. You no longer see, you don't see at all Right, I know nobody went to high school with a sixteen-year-old kid whose parents didn't teach him how to use the toilet. Yeah, right. Where they still make a mess in their pants. Well, you look confused right now, Mark. Well, it's just like it, Were you that kid. You figure it out on your own. You figure out life on your own. No, it's a competition between parents, isn't it? Like who's potty trained first? Yes, but what I'm saying is that it's not a necessary skill to teach a child. Yeah. 
Right? You will figure it out like if on we're your in the own. Woods. No, you'll just figure it out. Why are we in the woods? You'll no, figure saying, it out. Like if we were raised by wolves or something, you would learn how to There's no adopt. guy, you never watch an A&E special where there's a 28-year-old crying in a therapy office at his parents because he's wearing a diaper because they didn't teach him how to go in the toilet. <laughs> right? Like that doesn't happen. Or <laughs> didn't teach him uh, the noise that a, uh, that a sheep makes. <laughs> right. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Uh, how do you say this guy's name? Uh, Bob. <laughs> no, you jerk. Is it Kyrie Irving? Is yeah. that who it is? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I didn't know. I don't Plays know for Boston. Name. Boston Celtics. Uh, but he came out a while ago and said that he was a flat earther. And the flat earthers are people who you can you, you just go online and just start looking at videos for flat earth and you go down this thing and then by the end of it you're convinced that the earth is flat it's because it is much like people thought don't do this much like people thought about that decades and centuries ago before because we the knew earth any is better flat. and no when you look at it the earth is flat yeah like, okay yeah sure okay okay are you gonna just argue. troll now or are you gonna have a conversation with me i'm gonna have a conversation yeah about what about how flat the earth okay, is stop this how come when so, you look at the horizon, yeah. it doesn't curve? Why right. is it flat? Because the Earth is flat. Right. Okay. All right. Don't okay. let them lie to you, Roz. Okay. If you took... Anyway, play this Ky- Kyrie Irving <laughs> clip, jackass. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, who is... He's a huge platform. He's a big star. And he came out publicly and said that he believed that the Earth was flat. And I because guess he's had to eat crap for it ever since. So here's what you Kyrie. say, what you do, and how you mean it. At the time, I was like huge into conspiracies. Everybody's been there. <laughs> Everybody's been there. Like, yo, what's going on with our world? You know, like, you click a YouTube click and it goes, like, how deep the rabbit hole goes. It's like, yo, you start telling all your friends, like, yo, did you see that? Watch this video, I'm telling you. And it was, you know, at the time, it was like, I, you know, you're, like, innocent in it, but you realize the effect of, of the power of voice. And right. I was definitely, at that time, like, I'm a big conspiracy theorist. You right. can't tell me anything. Right. So, yeah, I'm sorry about all that, you know, for all the science teachers, everybody coming up to me, like, you know, I gotta reteach my whole curriculum. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> yes. Don't apologize for your beliefs, Kyrie. Okay, the, the reality is this: if you took and I had this was explained on I think like a kids show on uh, Netflix or something like that. But the way that they explained it was this: if you took two polls, yeah, I don't mean where you ask people what they think, like how oh. good looking I am, but if you took two like actual polls, mm-hmm. right, that were like five miles high or five kilometers high, sure. whatever it is. Let's say let's say twenty kilometers high. Cool, huge polls. Yeah, like massive, massive, yeah, massive polls. Yes, right. And you put one poll in Toronto. Yes. And then you put another poll in Vancouver. Yes. And you measure the distance on the ground where those poles are. Right? Thousands. Thousands. Who knows what they are? But then if you measured the distance of the top of these poles that were like 20, 30 kilometers high. They'd be even. No, they would not be even. They would be farther because the earth is round. Except that it's not. No, it's not true. Don't do this. You're not that guy. You have a baby at home. <laughs> uh. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Let me play this for you here. This is what it's like to drive with Maury. And also, by the way, not once during this minute of driving did he look in his rearview mirror, <gasps> by the way, because that's how Maury drives. So here, listen to this. This is what it was like in the car with Maury yesterday. 
idea what's going yeah. on here. <laughs> You know what this sounds like? Yeah. You know when people take like a super popular song <laughs> and then they slow it down like 200 <laughs> times. <laughs> oh, the best part's coming up here. Okay. I don't know what this is. Do you know what song that? What's the name no. of that song? It's um, it's a song from Ghost, isn't it's it? The Righteous Brother, Un- Unchained, Mel- Unchained, Unchained Melody. Mel- that's Unchained that's Melody. Unchained Melody. Yes. Chain it back up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that does not sound like Unchained oh, Melody. That was one hundred percent Unchained Melody. Also, why are you listening to Unchained Melody? What's when- two dudes driving around in the rain on a romantic morning listening to Unchained Melody? Yeah. What's the matter with that? can touch so much. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Roz, you're such a lucky guy. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Okay, so let's say you're throwing a party. Okay. You're invited. Thank you. You're first on the list. They say that you have 20 minutes or less to impress your guests so they don't leave early. 20 really? minutes. Really? Or less to impress your guests so they don't leave early. <sighs> okay. And they put together a list of sort of do's, tricks. Some of them are tricks. Yeah. That you need to ensure that you have or do during your party to make sure that guests don't leave. Okay. Within 20 minutes. Jokes. Nope. I know oh, two of them snap. right off the bat. Okay, what do you say, Mocha? I say within 10 minutes of them yeah. being at your crib, yeah. they have to have a drink in their hand. Number one on the list, offer someone a drink in under eight minutes. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Under eight, okay. Number one on the list is offer someone a drink in under eight minutes. And I think uh, something else that should be on that list yeah. is you got to have a dope-ass playlist, like just super hot music playing in the background. Not on their list. No? But I agree with you. I think you have to, the atmosphere, when somebody walks in, you got to have music playing already, and it's got to be obviously suit the, the, the party. Um, I'll tell you what throwing. might be more important than the music. Okay, tell is me. Is they say that you have to make sure your party will look good on Instagram photos. Ooh, so bright colors. Right? Yeah. Sure, why not? They say, Everyone wants to document like legit everything. Right. They also say, don't ask people to take their shoes off. Uh, no, Never. Sorry, no. You, you can't do it? Your, no, you gotta yeah. take your shoes off. When no you come way. Out. Did you not see the Sex in the City episode where her Manolos went missing? Yeah. No, you gotta take off your shoes. Uh, Sorry. Talk, talk about TV shows, movies, and food. Do not talk about politics or money. Oh, okay. They say offer a drink refill within 20 minutes. Yeah, of course. Offer someone a snack within less than 10 minutes. And this is the big one. 
Especially if you got a party and there's a lot of stuff going on. I'm missing a lot of stuff on this list. They say that if you are throwing this party, you have to make sure that you, the party thrower, talks to your guests within eight minutes of them getting there. I went to a party once and the host didn't even say hello to Matthew and I. We left within 20 minutes. There you go. There you go. That's the 20-minute rule. At a party. We were offended. We're like, you were at your party and you're not even going to welcome us to your home? Yeah. You know what was uh, offensive? That one time when I invited you guys over to my place yeah. for dinner. Yeah. And Roz, you and Catherine showed up right on time. Right on time. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And it was dinner. Like it was a sit down dinner. It was a sit down dinner. Yeah, and then we we're going to watch UFC after. I remember that. It was uh, you and Catherine night. showed up right on time. Yeah. Uh, Damn it, Maury and his husband, Damn it, Matthew. Yeah. Two hours late. Two hours to a also, dinner party. For also, the record, never me. It's always Matthew's fault because two, he takes way too long to Also, hours. when everybody was trying to call both Maury and Matthew, which yeah. I find is probably the most rude, without getting like a text, hey, we're running a little late, yeah. or something, phone call. Agreed. Every single person, myself, my wife, Roz, and Roz's girlfriend, Catherine, all four of us tried calling both Maury and Matthew within that two-hour span, yeah. and they ignored our phone calls every yeah. single time. Yeah, two hours late to a dinner party. Okay, so what's missing from this list? So, Maury, let me ask you this question. Yeah. The next time you were invited to Mocha's for a dinner party, what no time? next time. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hey, it's Ron Zamoka. What's going on? All right, that's hilarious. I called and I asked Maury because I, I didn't catch the beginning of that story. I wanted to know why him and Matthew didn't answer the phone, and he said, hold on and put me to you guys. Like, uh, you're going to answer the question for him. Uh, years ago, Mocha threw a dinner party. Yeah, yeah. And it was like a couple dinner party, like a full sit-down-at-the-dining-room-table dinner party. The food was delicious, everything. It was, it was wonderful. At the time, I think you had just recently moved into the house that you guys were living yeah. in at the time. Like, it was awesome. Like, it was just, it was a, it was a good night. And then we were going to wild out and watch uh, the UFC. And Mocha set a time. I think it was like, I don't know, like 8 o'clock or whatever it was. And, Reasonable. And normal people showed up at normal time to sit and hang out, be a little bit social before dinner and then the dinner was supposed to be at eight and maury and matthew showed up at 10 yeah. and everybody at the party was trying to text maury and matthew to get a hold of them and they just ignored all of us did you ever ask maury mocha why he never answered no because you don't care no right? i don't care do you care now i don't okay. because i think it's you know it was uh, extremely disrespectful okay. and rude and maury asks all the time i can't tell you since then He's always like, oh, how come, uh, how come you don't ever invite me to your place? Or I saw so-and-so was at your house hanging out. I wish I got an invite. I'm yeah. like, Maury, you know why I don't invite you to my, yeah, but, to my place. But the problem is, is like whenever I'm going to something just myself, like just me, mm. like solo, mm. I show up on time or early to everything. My issue is my husband takes so long to get ready for everything. I, I can't tell I you. I wasn't asking what the excuse was. I was asking why didn't you answer the phone call? Yeah. Well, look, uh, Jason, if I may explain first. No. No, no I don't what need an explanation. I just want an answer. You're putting everything on your husband, Matthew, while he's in Calgary and I'm able to listen to the show right now. When the phone call was made, you didn't pick up the phone. Why not? Well, I was driving. No, you weren't. So, yes, I was. No, you weren't. Not for two hours. No, but I remember when the calls came in, I was driving. And then I remember when Matthew... Uh, no, when you were at home. I'll tell you what Maury said. Maury said that him and Matthew were sleeping... And we're ignoring the call because they were like, oh, crap. 
the dinner party is happening right now. The phone call came through. Maury looked at it, and he made a conscious decision not to answer the call, and I want to know why that was. Yeah, he's smart. It's who he is, Maury. Don't worry about it. Or if you saw the calls coming through from everybody that was at that party, why didn't you say to Matthew, who was sitting in the passenger seat, not driving, who had a phone in his hand, hey, why don't you give these guys a call, let them know we're on our way? I yeah. said that, and he was like, I'm not going to answer this. They're going to get mad. We're, we got to hurry. They're right. not, um, if I answer, they're going to get mad. Your whole thing here is you're just blaming Matthew for it. This yeah. has nothing to do with you. Yeah. He, Maury treats everybody like he treats a credit card bill. He just sticks it underneath the pile and hopes it goes away. <laughs> yeah. And then my second question, which is my second question. And now, and, now Maury, and now Maury has forever ruined his credit with the Bank of Mocha. Yeah. Right, yeah, so that's why he doesn't. That's why he doesn't get. That's why he doesn't get invited anymore. Uh, <laughs> and hasn't apologized for the incident. No, uh, he hasn't. No, you haven't apologized, right, Maury? I may have. I have no idea. Yeah, no. <laughs> exactly. Oh man, like a dagger to the heart. Yeah, still hasn't, oh my God. Still hasn't paid that bill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the social skills a little bit. Maybe you'll get invited to a party again. Exactly. Thank you, Jason. Appreciate you, brother. Bye. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Ron's got another text that I'd like to call somebody about real quick. The woman says that uh, in her text that her husband is jealous of you. Oh, jealous of me? Yeah. Hello? Hey, it's Ron Zamoka from Kiss 92.5. How are you? Oh, my God. <laughs> What's your name, first of all? My name is Ava. Ava, um, are you yes. at work or are you at home right now? I am at work. Oh, okay. So, Roz, Ava's text to us this morning said, just wanted to say, Roz, I am so crushing on you. You look great in pink. I make my hubby so jealous when I say that. So, obviously, Ava, uh, this is in reference to the Roz Mocha uh, television commercials and the uh, TTC ads that you see where we're wearing the pink suits. Well, I live in Brampton, first of all, uh-huh. and I work to Guelph and tell Roz I drive to Acton every day and I'm like oh my god he used to live here yeah <laughs> so um, I still got a little bit of that yeah. stink on me <laughs> <laughs> first of all I need to know has your husband ever been incarcerated no he hasn't okay has he ever been arrested for a violent crime no he hasn't okay he we can continue this conversation now <laughs> <laughs> so Ava what does your husband say to you when you start making compliments aimed at Roz well first of all he's like well I want to see a picture of these guys you listen to all the time yeah so I had to like go to Google and Google Roz and Mocha and he's like hmm <laughs> that was his he just made a sound he was like okay okay wow. so what kind of things are you saying to your husband about Roz though I tell him oh my god first of all I'm, so, I'm in love with his voice I love his voice over the radio. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, I listen to um, Raz and Mocha all the time driving to work. Actually, I started listening to you guys since 2009, off and on. Oh, wow. And, 2009. Yeah. That's when we started the show in 2009. And, yeah. I don't know. He listened to you in secret, but he doesn't tell me. Oh. You know? He's like, oh. <laughs> He's like, yesterday, actually, last night we were talking about it, and he was like... Did you hear the part with Murray and his husband and reading story into bed? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yes, I did. I heard that. Yeah. Uh, everybody loves Murray <laughs> and his husband. <laughs> so he's a secret listener. Oh, uh, okay. But like, he won't admit it. Right. Like secret boyfriends. Yes. Right. Yes. <laughs> All right. Like well, um, totally. Ava, now that you have Roz on the phone, is there anything that you would like to, to say to him or have him say to you? Oh, Roz, you are my cream to my coffee. Oh, girl. I so love you. It's so nice to hear. And? Yeah. Yes, I would love to meet you one day. 
I've been trying to win, but I haven't been winning at all. I've been texting win, 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 and I can't. What's going on with that? Have you uh, checked to see if your husband put a block on your phone? Probably I should. Yeah, I would. He's sneaky like that. Mm, sounds it. <laughs> Ava, what do you think your husband's going to say when he finds out that you're on the phone with Razamoka? He's going to flip. I'm yeah. not. Sh- I think he's probably listening in secret. I have to find out. He's at work too, but oh, okay. you never know. <laughs> well, what do you think he's going to say when he hears that you said that Roz is the cream to your coffee. He's going to be so jealous yeah. because I never told him that. Yeah. Oh, snap. Wow. Well, Ava, say hi to your husband. He's on the phone with us right now. No, he's not. No, <laughs> 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 be honest. Your heart sank for a second, didn't it, Ava? Just a little. Just a little. <laughs> My heart sank. <laughs> We've been, mar- we've been married for 15 years this past September. Oh wow, God. congratulations. <laughs> my Thank heart. you. So. Never mind your heart, Ava. My heart. <laughs> Hey, Ava, thank you very much uh, for being such a loyal oh, listener devil. of the Raw Zamoka Show. You. And uh, yes, thank you for love- texting in. Thank you. Have All a wonderful right. day. Bye. Bye, Roz. Bye, honey. Oh, damn. I'm going to buy like that. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Are you okay, more? Yeah. When we just turn on the microphones and try and do a show and you're already wheezing, it's not a good sign. So if you listened to last week's Razamoka Show podcast, episode 47, somebody asked in the Ask Razamoka uh, section of the podcast, when we play pinch, just take a minute more, okay? Take a knee, Colin. Um, <laughs> when, um, when we play pinched, because pinch is a trivia-based game between Maury and Mocha where they take wooden, old-school wooden clothes pegs, and if you get a question wrong, you get pinched with it. Sometimes it's in the eye, the mouth, the nose, and somebody had asked, what happens to the clothes pegs that were used? And yeah. Mocha and I assume that once they were done, Maury throws them out. But what happens is that in the past two years, once the game is done, you what, Maury? I push them off the table into the bag and put them back in my locker. Right. So you guys have been reusing the same clothes pegs for years now. Disgusting. Now that said, gentlemen, would you like to play Pits? (laughs) Yes! New game alert. New game alert. Okay. This is Pitched. All right, as we said, pinched, fantastic game, trivia-based, straight up, Mocha versus Mori. Uh, I will ask the questions. You get a question wrong, you get pinched. Your opponent gets to take one of those dirty clothes pegs and put it anywhere on your body that they see fit. Uh, Mori, can we hear your buzzer, please? Mocha, yours? Okay, so, uh, gentlemen, your categories are cheese quiz. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Or movies are for lovers. Mm. All right. Uh, Mocha, you get to pick today. I'm going to go with a cheese quiz. Cheese quiz. All right. Okay. Uh, if you're feeling down, you may be drawn to this cheese. Maury. Blue cheese. Correctamundo. <gasps> All right, Maury, no. take a close peg, put it anywhere on Mocha that you see fit. I would like to put it on your ear, please. On my ear? Oh, he's got headphones on, man. We're doing a radio show. Well, that's not my problem. Oh, okay. Right on the corner. Oh, 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 oh. Wow, that was pretty oh, aggressive. Oh, oh, oh. That was <laughs> okay. crude. Yeah. All right, moving on the category of cheese quiz. Oh, God. Uh, cash, dollar bills, moolah, or this kind of cheese. Maury. Monterey. Incorrect. <laughs> so stupid. Again, cash, dollar bills, moolah, or this kind of cheese. Mocha? Cheddar. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> not Monterey. No, okay, not no. Monterey. Nobody all says, right, nobody says give me all that Monterey. Yeah. <laughs> Mata Monterey, y'all. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna right go the, with the. Uh, I'm gonna go for the eyebrow. Okay, Mocha's going right on the eyebrow. These always tend to hurt. 
Oh, oh, right it's coming corner. right at me. Lauren, you can't flinch like that, man. It's not hey. part of the rules, homie. Oh, hey. oh it's hanging <laughs> off there. Oh. All right. You look like a victim of something. I don't know <laughs> what, though. Uh, gentlemen, how many people does a box of craft dinner feed? Maury. Two. Incorrect. Mocha. Four? No, incorrect. Oh. Gentlemen, the answer is one. Well, yeah, but I thought you meant like literally. Trick question. The answer is one. Okay, we have a Final problem. question in cheese quiz. Yep. Uh, usually the dinner right before a swingers party. Oh my God. Maury. Camembert? <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> not having gone to any swinger parties. Okay, maybe you have not, but think of your parents at a swingers party. I don't want to think about uh, Vern and Zarina <laughs> at a swingers party. Okay, think about the dinner that they would have back in the day in the 70s right before a swingers party. The category is cheese quiz, by the oh, way. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh. Uh, Mocha? Gouda? No! Oh. <laughs> wow, you both got out of this alive. Gentlemen, the answer is fondue. Oh! <laughs> You fondue, then you fondue. <laughs> all right, moving out of the category of uh, movies are for lovers. These are all movies with love in the title. Gentlemen, okay, are okay. you ready? Yes. yes. Slap it to base. More, you didn't. You buzzed in. I didn't even finish I know, the question. But I can't see, and I hit my button by mistake. Mocha, I love you, man. Yes, correct. More, the oh, movie right, was I love movies. you, man. A slap in the base. Okay. Oh, you're going back oh, no, for that no. same eyebrow. I'm going to go for the exact same eyebrow that, that I put the clothes tag on uh, before. Cruel and unusual punishment. Oh, oh, right the oh, oh, it's oh, 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 okay. Even from here, it looks painful. Okay, gentlemen, moving on to the category of uh, movies are for lovers. All yeah. movies with love in the title. Uh, you're wearing a 44 when you should be wearing a 42 regular. Mocha. Crazy, stupid love. Right. Oh, that is my all-time favorite Steve Carell movie. Okay, great. Yeah. Hurry it up. Okay. Okay. <laughs> How does your uh, how does your eyebrow feel? <laughs> oh, like I literally am losing feeling. Okay, oh, got that's two. too bad because I'm going back for the same eyebrow. <laughs> no, like can we have some rules here? I'm feeling no, queasy. There are no rules. <laughs> okay. Oh, no I can't rules. wait to win one. I swear to God. Okay. okay. Oh, oh, that looks like oh, oh, oh God, you deformed, Maury. Uh, okay. <laughs> Mars uh, leaning to one side right yes. now. Yes. All right. This movie won seven Academy Awards, including Best Picture and a Best Actress award for Gwyneth Paltrow. This movie won seven uh, Academy uh, Awards. Uh, uh, my phone won't work. Turn, turn your phone uh, back on. No. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yo, Maury's phone yeah, I, will al- I will allow Maury to buzz in. Maury's iPhone 5 just froze. <laughs> Not good for this. Uh, Maury, what is your answer? Eat, pray, love. No, incorrect. Oh. <laughs> All that oh. trouble for nothing. <laughs> Oh, that trouble for nothing. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow, what Academy Award did she win for? I thought this was a slam dunk for you guys. Not love, actually. No. I don't know. Time's ticking. Shakespeare in love, gentlemen. Shakespeare in love. Right. I forgot she was in that. How's your buzzer, Maury? Okay, finally closing out the category. You know that movie that everybody loves that I hate? Maury? Love, actually. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Maury. Okay, here. Where are you going? Uh, oh. Okay. <laughs> Maury just like pin it on your shirt because he's given up? Ow, my shirt. I'm so in pain right now. Okay, Maury. Are you, we done? Yeah, you look like you have beautiful long wooden eyelashes right now. Should we count them up? Yeah, I can't okay. See. Mocha, you have uh, one on your ear, one on your shirt, if you even count that. Uh, damn it, Maury, you have one, two, three, and a giant red face. Mocha, you are the winner this round. Yeah, that's how you play poo. This is the Rosin Mocha Show podcast. 
Uh, so Kanye's album is delayed until November 23rd. November is that what they're the saying? Never. November the never. <laughs> Yo, F Kanye, man. <laughs> so mad at this guy. So what happened? So, because he was on TMZ yesterday, right? Talking all sorts of nonsense. Yeah. Can I, I be honest? I, yeah. For the first time ever, I was not interested in hearing what Kanye had to say no, huh? on TMZ. Really? I didn't even log on. Really? I, I read some of the headlines this morning. Yeah. I didn't even read any of the articles. Really? So I, the only thing that I know that he said is that, because one of the headlines said Kanye finishing his album in Africa. Right. Well, I think that's I think that's what the clip is here, and I know he got in like some weird argument. I saw I saw one clip where he and Harvey Levin were just like going back and forth about nonsense. Really? Like absolute nonsense. We have to go to what is known as Africa. I just need to go and even find out what it's really called, and just grab the soil and and be and and cook food. You know, five meals a day, so the metabolism stays up, and have my kids in the studio and have the mic in the open, so you can hear you know nature while we're recording. Shut up! Just open a window. How about that? <laughs> I don't know, man. I think I'm done with Kanye. Yeah, I was super pumped about this album, and I'm a big Kanye fan. Sure, and I've spent money on concert tickets and albums, and this, that, and the other. Yeah. and I love everything prior to the last album that Kanye has released. Yeah, uh, but I, I, th- I think I might actually be done. Yeah. I think a lot of people feel that same way. And wasn't it Kim Kardashian who had also announced on social that Kanye's album was going to be... Like, it's weird because Kim says nothing during all this stuff. Nothing. Like She has a really interesting position because she's so out there and she's so in front of everything and so visible and so vocal and so wildly famous. But yet when Kanye, who she's married to, does all this crazy stuff like on SNL or the first time on TMZ whatever she says nothing there's no reaction from her it's by design though no right? no I know I get that I get that her but mom's it's, for sure is like listen it's, it's really despite how you feel yeah, it's really do not interesting. say anything I don't even think she wants to though because no, my, she and, and here's my feeling and I don't think it's out of embarrassment we still don't know what Kanye's dealing with mentally. That's fine. And if he is off his meds again, then I, you know, you can't goof on the guy. The guy needs help. He needs a support system. So we all know that. Um, but I was thinking yesterday, what if the reason why, you know, Kim doesn't go super deep into denouncing Kanye's love for Trump or all this other stuff, what if Kim agrees with him? That's not hey. out of the question. Like-minded, for sure. I can only assume that she grew up in what was a very Republican household. Yeah. Because Bruce Jenner, now Caitlyn Jenner, was Republican. I can't so imagine. So she might have the same beliefs, for she, sure. She may. She may not disagree with Kanye. That's one of the reasons why she doesn't come out and saying this. I would not be surprised yeah. whatsoever. No, me neither. Me but. neither. But uh, yeah, so November 29th, or as Mocha said, November the never. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hi, it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hi, Roz and Mocha. Hi, Happy what's your name? Day. Hell yeah, what's your name? Nadia. Nadia. Mm. You rem- I don't know. You're not going to remember me, but back in 2010. Oh, God. You expect us to remember something from eight years ago? I don't remember <laughs> Mocha you. from 2010. <laughs> and we had already worked together for a year. <laughs> okay. So, I'm so telling you guys, I remember you guys like, like, I can't even tell you, like, I'll never forget you guys. You guys are the best radio station ever. Oh, thank you, And honey. you guys were the ones that gave me my church in Jamaica. Like, oh, wow. honestly, 
How can I forget? So what's going on? I just wanted to call and say hi. Sure. It's been a while. What's, what's, yeah, it's been eight years. <laughs> Fill us in. What's no, been going no, no, on no. in your life? No, no, I've called before too, but no. My life is good. Everything's good. Yeah. I'm moving this weekend. Oh, okay. Uh, start. Uh, where did you, oh, what do you mean fresh start? Where did you live? Where are you going to? Um, I lived in Hamilton and now I'm going back to Mississauga. Okay, why? Uh, closer to work, closer to family. Yeah. You know, a little bit of a breakup, but that's okay. Oh, We're still long? kind of trying to work on it. How what happened? Uh, you know, life. <laughs> how long were you with him? Uh, four and a half years. It's a long time. What, uh, yeah. what'd you guys fight about? Every and anything. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, it's just always like a nitpick. Like, you know, it's always me, 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 me when it's not, but it's okay. But who was saying it's always me, me, me? You or him? Him. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I just look like I'm the crazy one and I wake up out of my bed to yell and scream for no reason, but I don't. How far <laughs> into the relationship did the uh, argument start to get more and more and more? I would say after about a year. After a year. So for after three year, additional living. years... You kept sticking with that relationship, even though you were fighting more and more and more. Three and a half years, yeah. Mm-hmm. Why? Probably because my son was going to school in Hamilton. I did a lot of sacrificing for him. Mm-hmm. Um, is, that, is that his kid, or is, is this a kid from a different guy? No, it's from my ex-husband so from, from years ago, 20 years ago, was he, 21 years ago. Was he good to your kid? Uh, yeah, okay. He had his moments, I guess. Fair enough. Yeah. So... But you're out of that situation. I will be as of Saturday. Yeah, good for you. And you sound like you're in a great place. You sound super happy. I am super happy. I'm talking to Razumoka. Come on. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, What's listen, better? What, nothing's better than that. Oh, lovely. Uh, thank you so much for sharing so much of your time with us. And, oh, uh, no problem. Razumoka, you guys are the best. Thank uh, you for everything. Love well, you lots, Nadia. Keep up the good work. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Lots of Bieber news today. It's been a long time since I had this Is much it? Bieber news. So they're married. Yeah, we know they're, that, they're right? married. Yeah, Bieber they're, and Haley Baldwin? Bieber and Haley Baldwin are married, but there's two other parts to this. One, uh, three other parts. One, they had no prenup. We know that. Bieber's worth $250 million, they say. Which is a lot of money. Jesus, that's yeah. a lot of money. Doesn't, when, when you're worth that amount of money, do you have that amount of money? Um, Like, what do you mean? Like, like if you're worth, like, Roz, I assume you're worth, like, what, like $10 million. Sure. Do you have access to ten million, or that's just what you're worth? Like, is your bank account like gl- like gold? What do you think it means when you say somebody is worth? It doesn't mean they have access to that. It just means like that's how much they're worth. You can bank on them for that amount of money. So, how much are you worth? Oh. Or how would you establish your worth? Uh, I'd say I'm worth like twenty grand. Okay. But where, so do you have access to 20 grand? I hell no. Okay. So, <laughs> so again, so I've never had access so to what 20 I'm, grand. So what I'm saying is, how are you establishing your worth? Like a, something is only worth what you're willing to pay for Nori, it. I'm not talking about selling you. <laughs> Right? Say that conversation for the podcast, bro. Like if I put you on Kijiji, I'm not saying what you're worth. It's what you're worth. So how do you, you establish get the confusion? That? Well, no, I don't <laughs> think that when they say Bieber is worth two hundred fifty million dollars, that means what somebody's willing to pay for Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> you want to take a stab at it again? But you get why people are confused. No, no, okay. I don't know of anybody. The only else person that is confused <laughs> right now is you. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. What's I going to read you here? Hold on a second. Something from your diary. What? Something from my diary? You think I have a diary? You think I have time to sit and write a diary? 
Just I like, don't trust people who have diaries. No? No, first of all, secrets. Uh, and secondly, you get too much time on your hands. If you write a diary? Yep. I had one like back in the day when I was a kid. But it was just... Yeah, be- because you got time on your hands when you're a kid. And it was just all filled every night yeah. or every other night or every third night. It was all with details about the Leaf game. Really? Yeah. Oh, I wish you still had those. I would love to read those. I, I mean, have, I know it's private and all. I do. You still have your, your Leaf game diary? Yeah it's, a, yeah, it's a Garfield diary. Okay, so what era is that from then? What year would that be? The oh, Garfield I'm, diary. I'm super young, right? Is, do kids know what Garfield is now? I don't think they do. I mean... Uh, kids don't know what Garfield is. That's a young reference. It's uh, Spongebob. Spongebob? No, 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 no. <laughs> Yeah, it's at my parents' place. I'll bring it. Please bring it. Yeah. I would love to read your Leaf diary. I think the only non... Leaf entry in that diary yeah. is when I wrote about how upset I was when my parents told me that my mom was pregnant with my sister, Laura. Oh, right. And that was the only time. That was devastating for you. You've talked about that before. But the thing, and the other thing that you'll notice in my Garfield diary from yeah. when I was a kid yeah. is I will apologize in the diary if I skip the day or a couple of days. So you apologize to yourself. So I'm like, right. hey, Sorry, I didn't write in three days. So would you be I've apologizing been... to yourself or the diary? I don't know. Maybe you'd be apologizing to the diary, like you're neglecting or, the diary. Or, or like maybe I thought like if one day somebody ever found this and they decided to read. Fair enough. Every yeah, day, I guess. Right? I it was guess. like, oh, hey, sorry, I haven't written in a week. I've been real busy doing, you know. That's my, I guess that's my question too for anybody who's ever had a diary is do you generally, when you're writing in a diary, do you write as if nobody will ever see it? Or do you write as if there is always a slight chance possibility that somebody will see well, it? Because no, I think there's a difference. Looking back now, the way I wrote, yeah, I think it was if anyone were to ever find it. So you had that in your mind. Yeah. That there is a possibility that somebody will yeah. find this. Yeah. Have you ever had a diary, Maury? Yes, I have, actually. I had a diary when I lived with my one, like first boyfriend. Um, but our beds were head to head, right? And I put the diary under the pillow, and he would secretly read it every night. Or you would just like reach through the wagon wheel at the top of your child bed and <laughs> <laughs> grab, the, grab the diary. The problem is like every entry was about what I didn't like about him. Oh, so why were know. you with him? I don't know. So you wrote a diary. Back to my question. You wrote your diary thinking that there's no chance anybody exactly, would ever yeah. read this. They would always start like, "Hey, buddy." Okay, so you wrote entries in a diary thinking that there was no chance that anybody would ever read this and your place to hide it was under your pillow which was theoretically connected to the other person's pillow who your diary was about yes wow (laughs) (laughs) fort knox over here (laughs) yeah the ross and mocha show podcast so they've come out with uh the cost that it the cost of raising a kid from birth to age 18. Oh, wow. The yeah, cost the of cost. raising... What's that, Maury? The total cost. Yeah. So we're, so they. I think they cap it at 18 because they don't want you to include any sort of post-secondary help that you may give the kid financially. Well, plus after 18, then you get your own job and you start paying for your own things. Yeah. Theoretically, yes. So they put together their annual report on raising a child. This is in the United States. And it now costs... Any guesses? I'm going to say... From birth to 18. <sighs> birth to 18. Like uh, $200,000. Maury? 
Oh my God, that's a lot of money. I was going to say yeah. 50,000. 50,000? 50 grand? Well, you got to think, when you're really, really young, it doesn't cost as much. It's like just it's like diapers and you wear the same outfit. Boy, diapers are very expensive. Uh, dude, you have no idea. I have no idea. I've, I have nothing I've, to base it on. Maury, I have never spent more money in Shoppers Drug Mart than I did in the first two years of my kids' life. Is that why life? people wash yeah. diapers and reuse them? They have cloth diapers that people just run yeah, through the washer? I mean, hey, that's also an environmental thing, but yeah, it's a I'll cost thing you, as well. I'll tell you, damn it, Maury. We use so many diapers in our house. Yeah. Our kid's 17 months old. That we are on a subscription-based delivery service with Amazon. Yeah, yeah, so once a month, we get Huggies delivered from Amazon. So when Cruz is like 18 or 19, are you going to like hold this over and be like, now that you're working, pay us back for those diapers? Well, who no. does that? What kind of animal does that? <laughs> I don't know. Or do you remind him going, you know what? Like when you were a baby, how much this cost us? So well, settle yeah, down. You could anyway. The total cost, Maury, thank God you don't have a child. <laughs> <laughs> the total cost, the they say, is the worst. <laughs> the absolute worst. Like every instinct you have is horrible. Yeah. I don't know how much longer I could work with you, to be honest. Oh. The total cost is $230,000 oh, from, so, birth from birth to yeah. 18. Yeah, I could see that for sure. Right? And they say that the reason that it keeps going up is because parents feel pressure to buy their kids stuff that other kids have. Okay. Right? But is so that, that includes, you, though, um, you know, clothing yep. and food yes. and school. And, and hockey practice. And all that all, stuff. All that stuff. They say yeah. it's, it's $230,000. God, hockey's expensive, huh? Yeah, yeah, my dad that, put me through stuff. hockey. Six years of hockey and then uh, a year of, of baseball yeah. and everyone had pound puppies, and, so I had to have a pound puppy. And now that you're 40, are you almost paid him back? No, but he did used to hold that over me. <laughs> <laughs> all those pound puppy dollars. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Uh, where are we here? Is that Wow and Roger divorcing? Yeah, I saw that headline, and I was going to ask you about that, because I know who Wow is. Uh, Jenny Wow, right? <laughs> yeah. What's Jenny. her name? Jersey Shore. Jer- Jenny. Jenny, yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Jenny Farley. Jenny Farley, that's her name. Because I actually liked her a lot. I thought she was real great. Yeah. And as far as the, the, the transformation, or the turnaround, or the, the uh, evolution of the people on Jersey Shore. I thought that she was really she was really great because she was a hot mess much like Snooky on the show from everything that I saw. But then when she had a kid and sort of got away from the show for a while, I kind of came around to her. I kind of yeah. started to like her. I she saw was her, the one in the house. I saw her in interviews and she was just like she's really good. Yeah, yeah. She was the one that that seemed like she matured uh, the most, out the of most. All of them, the, right? She she showed the biggest sort of evolution from where she was to how she grew yeah. over the course of not doing Jersey. I Shore. I will say, just watching uh, Jersey Shore lately, yeah, that uh, Mike the situation since he became sober and yeah. stopped doing drugs, yeah, that guy's matured. As a, yeah, I guess. Yeah. He's also going to the joint too, right? He's also going to jail. God, but so, that guy has matured so big how, time. How long has Jay Wow been with this guy? Uh, they've been like together. For a while, but married for three years. Okay. Because he was in the picture since, I think, season two of Jersey Shore. Really, huh? Yeah, so he's been around for for years and years, but they've been married uh, for three years. And, you know, he's saying, but he also kind of retracted the statement, is that, you know, she was going through, like, a midlife crisis and when she went to back to Jersey Shore, like for her time to like while out, yeah, uh, he was kind of like he felt like he was put on the back burner. I'm just going through Twitter reaction to Jay Wow and Roger. 
Let me read you this from a girl named Bailey. Mm. Why are people shocked about Jay Wow and Roger? He almost never misses a chance to talk about all the sex they don't have and how kids basically ruined their marriage. <laughs> <laughs> that, that has been on the show before. Has it? Yeah. yeah. Not yeah. about the kids, but about uh, them not like sleeping together and stuff. Yeah. Jay Wow and Roger are getting a divorce. My heart is completely shattered, says Erica. <laughs> people like people are people are in on this man they're in on yeah. this uh, so, so that's it man no more Jay wow and raj but they're split in custody and uh they're gonna try to split the assets that they've uh, acquired during the marriage that's according wow. to the lawyer papers this is not the way we expected our jurors day to go yesterday i know right <laughs> heartbreaking heartbreaking the Roz and mocha show podcast Roz, I know how much you love it. Love, love, love it. When people say that they've basically been listening to the Roz and Moga show since we started in 2009. Mm. And how old they were when they started listening. That drives me crazy. So we're going to call one of those people who texted us. Just okay. Now. Hello? Hi, it's Ron Zamoka from Kiss925. How are you? Oh my gosh. Hi, I'm good. How are you? Good. Okay, so we got your text. First of all, thank you for texting. What's your name? Ashley. <laughs> okay, Ashley, how old were you when you started listening to the Ron Zamoka show? Uh, 15, probably. Yeah, so uh, probably uh, a year after you started. Uh, how old are you now? 23. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying to Roz how much uh, I, I know how much he loves when people tell us how long they've been listening to the show and at what age they started listening. It's not so much even the, the the numbers game. It's not so much the ages. What always sort of sets me off is when you hear stories of people who listen to you when they were legitimately a kid. Yeah. And now they're grown with kids. Right. You know, or married. Sure. Yeah. It's, 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 the, it's the sort of span of life as opposed to just the numbers game here. It's like how much somebody has actually grown uh, in the time that we've been doing the show. That's what I find fascinating. What makes me feel so bloody old. So, Ashley, uh, 23 years old, what is your life like now? Uh, just working pretty much, being an adult. Yeah. What, <laughs> uh, what do you do for it. a living? Um, I work in customer service. Okay. Yeah. Are you married? Yeah. No, no. My no. sister's actually getting married in two weeks, though. So. Yeah. Oh, nice. Wow. Uh, so, yeah. so uh, when you started listening to the show, you were 15. Yep. What did you like about the show then, and what's kept you around all these years? Just the entertainment. You guys are hilarious. Every morning, it just doesn't matter what mood I'm in, you guys can make me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are awesome. And so, so you finished high school. Did you go to college? Yes, I did. I went to college in London. And you're out of college now? Yep, oh, I am. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so we lasted call. Uh, so we lasted high school and college. Yeah, pretty and much. Now into real life. She's. What school did you go yeah. to in London? Uh, Fanshawe College. Oh, you went to Fanshawe. Do they party as hard I as Western? Did. Um, I wouldn't say as much, but pretty close. Yeah, pretty close. <laughs> okay. Did you party as if you went to Western? Uh, yeah, I'd probably say that's what happened. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we can tack a couple years onto uh, that age then, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you got some city miles on you. Um, hey, Ashley, we just wanted to say thank you for sticking around with the Roz and Moga show for as long as you have, and uh, we appreciate uh, you sharing your morning with us every day. No, absolutely. Thank you guys for calling me, and thank you guys for keeping my mornings entertaining. Uh, <laughs> oh, hell yeah. And between Razamoku, who's your favorite? <sighs> 
Oh, I hate this question. <laughs> <laughs> Not more than I do. Um, I think I might have to say Loka. Yeah, of course. Okay, thanks. Later. <laughs> By the Love way, you, Ashley. you sound way older than you are. <laughs> oh. oh, wow. Like way older. <laughs> Don't I'm going to take that as a compliment. No, you shouldn't. It was meant as an insult. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Ashley. Bye. Yeah, the Ross and Mocha Show podcast. Well, it's National Poetry Day in the UK. Oh, it is. Not to be confused with Poetry Month, which I'm not even sure is October, or World Poetry Day, which is not today, but it, all over the world, poetry is celebrated today in the UK is uh, National Poetry Day, October 4th. Uh, Damn it, Maury. The Razamoka Show's reigning poet laureate. It is raining. Have uh, you've Not created... that kind of rain. <sighs> Don't even engage. Like, Sorry. <laughs> Um, I just get right so here. frustrated sometimes, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Know. Why not just have fun? Enjoy it. Because it's not fun. But we're about <laughs> to have fun. <laughs> What's the matter with you? feel like I'm being roasted every minute of my roasted. life. I feel like I'm being roasted. <laughs> when, I, when I say the, the Razamoka show's raining poet laureate, and then you go, it is raining, that's you roasting me. No, that's just me being silly. No, it's you roasting me. It's you not taking me or seriously. Says, Whatever, I know that my dead papa's loving it. Your dead papa? What does your dead papa have to do with this? He would love that pun. Oh. Okay, papa pun. Big papa pun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, in honor of uh, National Poetry Day, uh, Maury, do you want to give us the theme of the poem? Yeah, someone's not there. Someone's not there. Yes. Oh, this sounds heartbreaking. Sure. Oh, okay. Or awesome. Oh, <laughs> here okay. we go. Okay. When you're not home, I may be alone, but I don't sit by the phone. I'm just oh. eating a pumpkin spice scone, doing the unknown. It's my party for one. We're having so much fun. It's like I've already won. The truffle mac is already done. When you're not home, I say shalom to the milk and honeycomb. I'm totally in my glory. Thank God these walls can't tell a story. The rules go out the window. Rules are only followed by fools. When you're not home. It's, t- it's only been three days. I better clean what's on my screen that man cuisine i'm so alone when you're not home okay i have so many questions a ton okay first of all back it up to the second uh to the second line when you say you're alone and then refer to yourself as we it's my party for one we're having so much fun (laughs) okay that part's creepy okay (laughs) okay now jump to the poem when does matthew get back from calgary today okay oh this is a poem to matthew yeah (laughs) your husband yes Matthew's, Matthew's been on a work trip and Maury's been living the life of Caligula, apparently. Um, okay, so this is this is your take on your life without Matthew at home. Yeah, it's like, you know, the warden's gone to get, you know, some stuff wow. at the grocery store. Let me tell you something. You know how happy my household would be if Catherine ever heard of me refer to her as the warden? Yeah. <laughs> like, she's so warm and full of so much love. Go to the last line for me, the second last line. It's only been three days. I better clean what's on my screen, that man cuisine. What does that mean? Like clean out the history on your computer because you're looking at men. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, Tim (laughs) Amori. 
Listen, man, I'm going to say this, and I will defend Maury uh, in, in this sense, which I don't think that he is alone in oh, finding... Oh, no, I am. When you're not home, I am alone. <laughs> okay, you know what? I was just going to defend you. Honestly, I was just going to... I was going to take your side on something. I was going to make you feel... I was going to make you feel not all alone, and I was going to slightly defend you. But I'm just saying it's written right there. Okay, I don't think Maury is alone in feeling a sense of joy when his significant other is on a work trip. I really don't. I think there are probably more people out there than we know or even want to think about that when their partner goes away for business and gets on a plane for three days there's this great feeling of joy that comes over to the person that's left behind. Because I think they they can live that single life again. It's not even about living the single life. It's just not having them there for a couple days. I think that people get sick of each other, even if you do love each other. I think that people get sick of each other. And I don't think that Maury's the only person who leaves the house every morning going, oh God, did I clear the history on the computer? (laughs) That man cuisine. (laughs) Hey. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, Roz and Mocha, what's going on? agree with Maury or Roz defending him because every three weeks my boyfriend works rotating shifts so when he's on afternoons I don't see him from Monday to Friday because I work in the morning Yeah, and it's like I can watch what I want do what I want <laughs> I, and I get so much done and when he's there I'm like oh you're really kind of I'm not as productive. <laughs> so, okay, when you say watch what you want, what are you talking, like, regular TV shows, movies? Uh, are you guys not into the same the same kind of thing? No, no, we are. Like, but oh, okay. He told last night we have to watch the Leafs game, which I'm okay with, but I can't even, like, talk during it. <laughs> okay, but what about... But do you have, like, do you have a list of secret things that you do when your husband's not around that you don't want him to find out? Um, not so much but like I feel less judged from watching like a teen mom marathon and eating ice cream for dinner. Right. <laughs> okay. But but you would but you would not be destroyed if your husband found out that you did that. Now, Maury, what is would you say the percentage mm-hmm. of things that you do when Matthew's not around that you would be mortified if he found out? How about 85%? Okay, 85%. <laughs> That's a very high number. This morning before I left for work, I had to air freshen the entire place so it didn't smell like truffle mac. You know, I walked what I call walk the grid, make sure I didn't leave anything behind. Right. <laughs> you got to see inside the condo. You shouldn't have to do that, right? You shouldn't have to bring in the squad that cleans oh up after a homicide. God. And I put flowers in the dining room just so it distracts them. Wow. Damn. All right. What's your name on the phone? Jamie. Jamie, it was so awesome talking to you. Thanks for calling in. Thanks. Have a good day, guys. You too. Bye-bye. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. You see the picture of the uh, world's most expensive shoes? I I did, yes. $17 million. The world's most expensive shoes. Right. $17 million. They're high heels. They're made of gold, leather, silk, and 236 diamonds. Right. Uh, this debuted in uh, Dubai yesterday. I have a slight and, issue with something being called the most expensive. It's like every now and then you see, you read a news article where they're like this, some restaurant has created the most expensive burger, where it's just really a regular burger, and then they sprinkle gold leaf on top of the bun. So 
with these shoes. Right. Maybe the shoes cost ten bucks to make. Yeah. But it's everything else they that goes into diamonds. On they stuck them. a really expensive diamond or yeah. diamonds. Like, in this case, the shoes aren't expensive. Diamonds are expensive, and we all know diamonds are expensive. Uh, the makers of the shoes say there will only be one pair of the Passion Diamond shoes in the world. We had a prototype. Many shoes in Italy in order to find the perfect shape, perfect heel, and the perfect color for it. And did they give a doll? How much are they? $17 million. Well, no one's going to actually wear them. They'll buy it and put it in a glass case. $17 million for a pair of shoes. Who has that kind of money to spend on shoes, but also obviously still has money to live their life on top of that? <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, Maury, okay, I'm going to tell you something. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, no, I fully oh, do. Don't. Yeah, believe me. If somebody's going to spend $17 million on shoes, before they buy them, they don't like go on their laptop and open up their account and yeah. see if, the, if they're going to be able to afford. Calling you the know. bank. Yeah. Like, or calling their accountant. Yeah, hey, can like, I afford this? You don't have to check your balance. They don't have to kijiji a couch no, to sort of no, substitute No, it? no, no. Like, if you're going to spend money on, you don't, if somebody's going to spend $17 million on shoes, they don't have to work out a budget for it. They just they're, go they're at a level where it's not a problem. Like they don't have to explain to their spouse going, honey, I'm going to go and buy these What's shoes. What's this charge on the credit card for $17 million <laughs> that I just found? So, so you think that the person who's going to spend $17 million on shoes is going to be like you where they hide the bill when they get in the house? <laughs> Maury, you have to understand something. If you're going to go through the trouble of having to hide the bill, let me ask you a question. Where the hell are you going to put the $17 million shoes you just bought? <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hi, it's Roz and Mocha. What's up? Not too bad. I just had my kid a couple weeks ago. You just had what? My kid. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> Thanks. Who's this? I just wanted to call and say hi to you guys. Wait a minute. You sound familiar. It's Jake. Jake. No! Jake oh! McAllister! <laughs> Jake McAllister has been with the Roz and Mocha Show since uh, 2009. And when you started listening to the show, you were, I believe, 13 years old, right? Yeah. Wow. Uh, little, just, just a little kid. And then we reconnected with you a couple weeks ago, actually a couple months ago. And you told us you were engaged and your fiance was expecting. So... Congratulations, wow. you are now a father. Thank you. See, this is what I always say makes me feel super old, and it's not just the number of years or age when people tell us how long they've been listening. It's just the amount of life you've lived. Yeah. So you were 13, uh, sneaking around playing Grand Theft Auto because you were too young to play the game at the time. And your grandpa and, gave you the game. He had no idea. Yeah, and now you're a dad. Wow. Like, it's just so wild to me, bro. I always say my back hurts. That's what makes me think I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> so hang on uh, Boy or girl? It's a boy Oh congratulations uh, What's congratulations. his name? Uh, Avery Avery That's amazing And how's uh, how's your fiance doing? Good She had to have a C-section So uh, she did uh, pretty good She's already pretty much recovered She recovered really quick That's amazing what's dude the, We're so happy for you What do you like about Thanks. being a dad so far Jake? Um, Nothing really oh, okay oh. Yeah. <laughs> Kids Fair. always screaming and crying yeah. and sh- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up, Jake. I love you, man. I love you. Hey, Jake, congratulations, bro. Thank right. you so much for checking in. No problem. I'll talk to you guys soon. Yeah. It's hard to get through to nowadays. I, I know. I know. Dude. We'll, we'll, always, we'll always make time for you, though, Jake. All right. All right. Take care. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast.
Uh, I got so screwed up on the weekend. Why? Well, I was out doing yard work all day, and then Catherine and the kid were in the city, so I was just at myself out at the at the cottage. Yeah. And I went. I fell asleep at eight on Saturday night. Yeah. Watching a movie, and then I woke up at three. Oh no! Yeah. And then I watched another movie at three a.m. At three a.m. So you got seven hours of sleep. <laughs> woke up. Yeah. Watch a movie at three a.m. Yeah. What movie? Which, or I, I watched long? the new. I watched the new Mission Impossible. Oh, and which may actually be. Don't tell me it's the best one. I will say this: not only is it the best Mission Impossible movie, I said that wrong, but don't worry about it. <laughs> um, not only is it the best Mission Impossible movie, yeah. it may be one of, if not the best action movie I've ever seen in my life. Really? Yeah, yeah. Have you seen it yet? No, not yet, dude. I, it so is. It is like they, one of the sequences in that movie, right? Yeah. Just like one of the sort of chase, jumping, whatever sequences in that movie. If one of those was in any other movie, you'd be like, man, that scene made that movie. And the new Mission Impossible movie is that from start to finish. You know, Tom it does is, his own stunts. No, I know. It's incredible. And they went back to Dubai, right? No, well, they're in Dubai, they're in Paris, and they're in they're London. They're like all over the place. And they're in Kashmir. I don't know if they're really in Kashmir, um, but that's sort of where it all where it all goes. Yeah. But that new like Mission Impossible movies. movie, I'm telling you, dude, this one is... Yeah. But what did you watch it on? What's that? What did you watch it on? I had somebody send it to me. No, like on your laptop? Or no, on, on the television. Co- oh, because like... Come on, I, I got a Mori. I'm, 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 when I go at the cottage, I got a full 21-inch. <laughs> Zenith. Right? I got a full... <laughs> I got a full 21 inch with television speaker sound. (laughs) Don't you question the way that I watch my movies. Uh, But no, it may be the greatest action movie I've ever seen. It may be the greatest action movie of all time. Really? For real. No joke. This movie's so good. And uh, and then so I watched that at three o'clock in the morning and then... I was and like wrapped up what like five five thirty yeah and then I was like oh, maybe I should make coffee maybe I should I'm still still nighttime maybe, maybe I should have another cider so yeah. I had another cider and then I put the Good coffee choice. on yeah and then when the movie finished I fell asleep for forty five minutes and then the coffee was sort of not hot anymore and then uh. my whole day was just messed up. My whole day was just, everything was just messed so, up. Did it remind you of your single that. life? What's that? Did it remind you of your single life? Like sleeping and, you know, falling asleep at 3 a.m. and watching movies at 3, having a coffee. Why do you say that like you miss it so yeah. much, Mark? <laughs> yeah. The, like you just hear the desperation in your no. voice. Like you're yearning for that life No, again. my sleep was all screwed up because I missed my family and I didn't have oh. like Catherine to sleep with. Oh, oh, yeah, that too. Right. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Uh, did you see this uh, story at a Big Brother? I watched no Big Brother. I haven't watched Big Brother ever, to be honest with you. I, I, I'll sort of dip in and out when the show first came around. Yeah. It was a great season. What's that more? It was a great season. Is it over now? Yeah, yeah it's, it's over. Oh, okay, okay. It finished last week. And uh, there was a lot of stuff that made news from it. There was the... JC, the, the, the guy the, the, that... The dwarf who... Um, was touching people inappropriately. Yeah, he was like sticking his finger at people's butts. Remember that? Do you think he called it an oil test? Oh was my that, God. Is that what he called it? Yeah. Where he'd like somebody would be lying down on a couch like sideways and he'd just like ram his finger in their butt and call it an oil test? What? And yeah. he also used the N-word. Yeah, he also used the N-word. Um, this is from this season? Yeah. yeah. See, I don't watch Big Brother, so yeah. I don't know. No. Um, Damn. But two contestants. So last week when the show wrapped at the finale, uh, Swaggy C... Swaggy C. Yeah, that's yeah. Dude's what a name. stupid name. <laughs> yeah, his name is he Chris had Williams. Made that he wore every day with that. But he goes by Swaggy C. And then this girl name. that was in the house named Bailey Dayton. 
Bailey D. Bailey D. So they got engaged on the finale. He came out and proposed. All right. And I think that in total time in the house together, they were only with each other for like maybe 25 days or something like that. Because he was he was voted out very early and went home. Yeah. So he went home because she went to the jury house. So they were together a total of like 25, 25 days. So when he was out of the house, were they still dating? Quote unquote. They were still dating because he went golfing with her parents and everything. Yeah. But she had to go to the jury house so like they couldn't hang out or anything like okay. that um but what came out now was from that time that they were in the house together mm-hmm. those 25 days she got pregnant his kid in the big brother house no. and then had a miscarriage while she was in the jury house what listen to this listen so to this. during our time in the big brother house i did conceive a little baby but unfortunately um and we don't know why but i had a miscarriage in the jury house and it's something that we're still figuring out we actually just got a chance to talk to each other about it for the first time today so i know you guys want to know what's up and what's going on with us and we appreciate it but we're still trying to figure it out um, because we don't know ourselves. But I would have been ecstatic if I were to have a baby baby. It would have been a blessing. And we were both really excited when we found out. And we were both really, really upset when we found out we lost it. Oh, Let me ask man. you something. Yeah. Can anger, like extreme anger, yeah. cause something? Jeez. Because on the day that she was voted out, she screamed so much that her mouth started to bleed and she was just yelling. Yeah. And I wonder if that's well. There's, I mean, that. there's there's a million and one reasons why somebody can somebody can miscarry. I wouldn't put it up to to just that one without without knowing. But the interesting thing is, is that they keep them in such secrecy that when she had the miscarriage, what it sounds like when she had the miscarriage in the jury house she wasn't allowed to call him oh, and man. tell him no there was one the rules season, is not strict huh there yeah. was one season where somebody's parents passed away and they weren't told they weren't told oh man oh, see my God. i don't know that's kind of a raw deal that's like, a raw there, deal. there needs to be like yeah. some exceptions yeah that's a crazy story but though. they do give no you idea. condoms in the house but you know the Roz and mocha show podcast uh, the guy that started the In My Feelings Challenge, mm-hmm. Shiggy, mm-hmm. he tried to start another challenge. I don't know if it's going to take off as quickly or as much Which one's as this? the Drake one. But on Lil Wayne's new album, Carter Five, there's a song called um, Uproar. Yeah, right. Produced by Swizz Beats. Oh, yeah, I remember that, dude. Hottest record on the entire album. Yeah. It's hype. So Shiggy went on social and posted himself doing the dance, trying to get other people to do it. Is it very similar to the In My Feelings no, dance? It's different, no, it's but different, but I don't know if it'll catch on. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it'll catch on. <laughs> those dances are so weird when people do those things, man. I think they're hilarious. Do you, though? Yeah, because yeah. I, I think about, like, how many times you got to listen to that song and then figure out the kind of dance move that you're going to do to certain words or yeah. phrases or how to... Well, the interesting thing about the Kanye, I bet the 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 in my feelings one, was that 
all the disasters that happened when people were letting their cars roll oh my God, while they so while they jumped funny. out, right? So funny, like, dude. Super dangerous. I saw one where a guy got out, and I don't know if it was faked or whatever, but the guy got out of his car and started doing the in my feelings dance on the street, and somebody walked up behind him and like punched him in the head, like slapped oh, him I right saw across, that one. slapped yeah. him right across the ear. I think that one ear. was fake, but that was a real hit, though. Yeah. Like, how hardcore do you have to be to want to go viral, where you get <laughs> one of your friends to just smack you in the ear? If you, like, you want the likes, Maury, let's do try it for this. The gram. <laughs> Come on, buddy. No, I'm kidding. I'm not kidding. For the grip. I saw one girl. I think the the video was tagged from like Southern California. This one girl who was doing the In My Feelings challenge and rode by her house, and her mom came out of the house yelling in all sorts of Spanish. (laughs) Really? And the car stopped, and whoever was driving, whoever was filming, kept it rolling. Right. And you could just see the life get sucked out of this kid's face as her mom standing there, like, I sure the mom was holding a slipper yeah well, I could that's, be a, wrong. that's what that's what uh that's what latino moms do they, they throw a flip-flop at their kids yeah and and like just yelling right yeah <laughs> i don't know what she was saying yeah. i know it wasn't good and i don't know what it's i don't know what it's called i don't know what the the spanish word for flip-flop is but um uh, so many kids have had uh flip-flops thrown at them by their Aren't mothers they, um I know, well, I know this. But I know you this. can I know buy this. T-shirts now when it has a flying flip-flop on it with like fire coming off the Aren't back they, of like, it. Ch- chanclas? Uh, well, Portuguese it's chanela, which no. is very similar. I think no, it's like chak. Yeah, it's like it's like chancla, chancla or something like that. Yeah, yeah. if anybody yeah. knows, because I mean, if you're kid, if you're a kid that grew up in that kind of household, you've had a flip-flop thrown at you. I think it's chancla. <laughs> so what are we doing to go viral? We're not. I'm not. No, I was gonna say. <laughs> Yo, you want to go viral so bad, wow, huh? I, I have one wish in life. Is that your wish, is to go viral? You really want to go viral. Oh, that would be so cool you, to like be featured on like Ellen. Can you run down the ideas that you've had and posted to in an attempt to go viral and it just completely like, did, failed? Like a Christmas video where I was rolling around in eggnog singing, I'm drinking rum and eggnog. <laughs> oh, right. I oh, remember so that. Oh, so you wanted that you one that to go viral. Shem. That was that last been, year. You guys yeah. filmed that at Longo's. Yeah, we're going to post that again. Yeah. So... Oh, I can't. Are you really? Why not? Why not? Two times a charm, man. I can't wait to go in the comment section. (laughs) I'm like, yo, this is from last year. Why don't you make a new one? Okay. uh, What else did you do to try to go viral? Oh, my God. Um, uh, When I. Okay, so going viral. When I dressed up once as like Spider Man or Superman to do something on the streets. Right. Um, How many likes did that get? Like twelve. More more, more told me the other day. uh, What did you? What's the term that you used? Something about you were like my Kanye tweet won the weekend. Oh yeah, when I won the weekend. Yeah, this weekend. and then I, cl- I clicked on the I clicked on the tweet and it had thirty three likes because he changed his name, won? right? Because yeah. he changed his name to Ye. Yay. So I, yay. yay. So I posted a video of like the town crier and it was like here yay here yay and like you know got some likes and stuff. I was like thirty three thirty three likes. Yeah. How'd you know that? He just said, just said it. Oh. Just said it. <laughs> Listen. You- <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, man, if 33 likes is winning the weekend, a lot of people won this weekend. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, it's Roz and Mocha. Who's this? Oh my, this is Max. Oh my god, what's going on? Uh, I've I've been listening to you guys since like grade three, and I'm about to graduate middle school this year. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh yeah, graduating right. middle school. All yeah. right, yeah. And not too long ago, I was really excited about this video game, and I completely missed the event with all the Back to the Future cast. And I've been, and I always make my family watch it. I'm the biggest fan, and I always like freak out when uh, you talk about it. And it's just, uh, it was a kick in the gut when I uh, heard you guys on the podcast talking to Doc. And yeah, 
Oh wow! So you're a real big Back to the Future fan, huh? Yeah, I like my mom like showed like uh, we were watching a, a, the movie as a family like when I was like three uh-huh. or something, and I've been showing it to them ever since. Out of all three movies in the series, uh, which one's your favorite? It goes one, three, two. One, three, two. Wow, really? Mm, really, huh? Yeah. Huh. Most you know people say uh, part two is their favorite. It uh, goes two, one, and then three. I actually know a lot of people who hate part three. Yeah, I will say, though, I think that my kid is the same way as you. I think that she, her order is one, three, two as really? well. Yeah. I don't, listen, I'm not hating on part three. I don't know what yeah. everyone has, like, why people have, like, such a big problem mm-hmm. with Back to the Future 3. I ran into uh, I ran into Crispin Glover a couple of weeks ago. Oh, cool. Yeah. George McFly. George McFly. He still super looks like George McFly. Yeah. Like, even after all these years. He super looks like George McFly. And the great thing about Crispin Glover is George McFly sort of had that way that he talked. Yeah, totally. But that wasn't something that was put on. Right. That's actually how Crispin Glover talks. So when you talk to Crispin Glover, it's you're talking to George McFly. When you met him, was it like the scene when George met Lorraine at the at the diner in 1955? And he said, (laughs) Lorraine. (laughs) <laughs> my density has popped me to you. <laughs> yeah, but he was sitting with he was sitting with a really beautiful woman though. So was it Lorraine? No, it was oh. not Lorraine. It was not. It oh was my not god, that, that'd Lorraine. be so amazing though. Yeah, and I got weirded out too because I'm friends with the uh, I'm friends with the woman that he's with, and so she had just said she was in town, and she was like, "Hey, come down to the bar. I'm just hanging with a friend of mine, and uh, and and come say hi and have a drink." So I went down to the bar to say hi to her, and her friend happened to be Crispin Glover, who was sitting there and then I was I was if it was anybody else in the world I just would have sat with them and had a drink but Crispin Glover is so intense that I'm like I am not in the right headspace right now to sit with Crispin Glover so Can't I just I, yeah, I said hello real quick uh, shook his hand I'm like hey met you before uh, gave her a hug and then I bailed I oh did. really yeah yeah I was there like maybe five minutes because the vibe that Crispin Glover puts out it's not a comfortable vibe I'm not saying he's an uncomfortable person but he doesn't put out a very welcoming vibe he's never going to start a conversation and when you're talking all he does is stare at you. Was he happy at all? Um, yeah, I think happy-ish. Yeah. Did yeah. you hear him laugh? Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, did he laugh like George McFly like this? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, but I'm a, uh, I'm with I'm with Mocha though. Mocha is uh, is such a huge fan of Back to the Future, and um, it was awesome to have Doc on the show. And I'm a huge fan of Chris McGlover and everybody else in that movie. It was life changing that movie at the age but, that we were when we saw it. Life changing. Roz, you used to be my favorite, but ever since I found out everything with Back to the Future and Mocha, I he has been my favorite. Okay, cool. Yes. <laughs> Great. Great. Oh wow, Roz! Right. You went from Marty to Biff. Yeah. How old are you? How old are you, dude? <laughs> I'm 13. Okay, so five years ago you were eight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh man, dude! Thank you so much for calling in, man. No problem. See you guys right, later. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. What you need, Holmes? Your iPhone? My iPhone? Yeah. Go to settings. Okay. And anyone else listening, if you have the ability to do this, don't do this if you're behind the wheel, though. Uh, Um, I just want to run a test real quick. How do I go to settings? Oh, settings. You know settings? Okay, bro. Okay, scroll down to where it says general. How far do I have to go for that? Oh, there we go. Look at that. Right there. And then right underneath about, get software update. No way. Why? No way. No, I just want to see if it it says... Because mine still says, like, I'm up to date, iOS 12.0. No, I have to but update But starting to today, some people, including those who are in, like, a beta 
system yeah. testing, which I need to get on, yeah. are going to get access to the 70 plus new emojis with oh, iOS yeah? 12.1. You love these. I've never used an emoji before. Love, so I just found got, out where settings was on my phone. They, <laughs> <laughs> you just found out the other day that your iPhone has a flashlight on it. I, I, no, I knew it did. I just found out how to use it. <laughs> <laughs> so they got like the bagel emoji. Yeah. There's a llama emoji. Um, skateboard. If you are a redhead, they have emojis for you. Uh, finally, the gingers get some love. Gingers getting some love. love if that. you're like Maury, the bald headed, uh, <gasps> y'all get Whoa. some love. Jeez, that was harsh. Cupcake. Um, what else? There's a mosquito. I find it raccoon. difficult. Whenever we do these new lists of all the new emojis that have come out, like I find it really difficult that of the thousands of, of emojis that are already out there that they have not already done cupcake. Like how are we just getting cupcake now? I don't know, man. To me, that seems very standard. Uh, if you have curly hair, yeah, there's an emoji specifically for you. Really? So I'm, listen, man, I'm always hyped when new emojis drop. Always hype. What are you hoping to? What 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 emoji is missing out of your life? Uh, the superhero one, which they have. Like what? What do you mean a superhero? Which is like a generic superhero, like a guy yeah, in tights. Yeah, a guy and a girl superhero yeah. with a mask and cape. Um, <laughs> a couple of the smiley faces are changing. Like the you're gonna get like a all like a freeze. Uh, like you're absolutely freezing. It's gonna be blue with like icicles hanging off your face. Why not just write it's cold? Instead of hieroglyphics. Who has time for writing? <laughs> oh, God. It takes longer to find the emoji. Not when you were pro. No. They got the mango emoji. Nah, you nah, know me. Nah. I love mangoes. What do you use a mango emoji for? I'm telling people I'm about to have a mango. <laughs> Who are you telling that you're about to have a mango? <laughs> With iOS 12.1, now everybody. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hey, I was a, a crossword puzzle uh, clue earlier this week. What? Yeah. Where? Second, second time that's happened. Um, I think it's the Toronto Star one, maybe. What is that, Maury? What's the Colossal Canada crossword? Figure out what that is. The Colossal Canada crossword. How are you the answer? Like, did they ask for your permission? If no, you no, could no. Be- no, they don't. They don't. I was 55 down, and it was uh, ET Canada reporter Mr. Weston. Oh, was the, Mr. Was, Weston. Yeah, was the, For was as the long clue. as I've known you, I've never, ever, ever yeah. heard anyone call you Mr. Weston. Well, they do in the crossword. Yeah. E.T. Kennedy reporter Mr. Weston was the uh, clue. Who else was a clue that day? Uh, this was on October 1st. Okay. Somebody, so Monday. Uh, somebody sent this, sent this to me. Um, oh, Canadian Impressionist bl- uh, Blank Philippe Gagnon. Remember him? No. What's that guy's name? Was it Mark Philippe Gagnon? Gagnon? What is it? Andre Philippe yeah. Gagnon. Thank you. Andre Philippe Gagnon. I'm in there with him. Wait, so what was the question? Uh, ET Canada reporter, Mr. Weston. And so I guess the clue was Roz. Oh, okay. Gotcha, right? gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Um, it's also like this crossword colossal thing or whatever. It's in book form at, at the bookstore as well. Really? Yeah. Where was this from, though, more? That one there? Yeah. Uh, I'm, it, there's a website, but I, I'm not seeing what paper it's printed in. Well, go find out. What's, what's well, your you job? Andre Philippe Gagnon. No, I didn't ask you. <laughs> I asked you to find out where the colossal Canada crossword is from. And you came in here with your arms swinging in the air screaming, <laughs> Andre! <laughs> Andre! Andre! Wait, but did you say this is the second time you've been? It is. This is the second an time. An answer the, on the, uh, the first time. The first time, I, it was a National Post crossword puzzle. Oh, and okay. it was almost the exact same clue. Really? Yeah. Uh, it's in the Toronto Star. It is. Well, there you go. 
And um, fifty-five down. Fifty-five down. I'm trying to think of another one here because the guy only sent me a small picture. Does it show what other words were crossed with your name, like the, no, the letters to no, make up because what the other I don't, words were? No, I wish it did because I don't have it. I just want it to be in something with extra, like with really cool, clo- like clues. Like I want to. You know what I mean? Like you want to sort of be in a row where something else is really cool. Yeah. But uh but you're with Andre Philippe Gagnon. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, so I'm 55 down. Yeah. You want to know what 68 down is, Maury? This would be your life, Maury. You would die if you were in the same crossword puzzle as this. So 55 down is ET Canada reporter Mr. Weston, that's me. Mr. Yeah. Right? <laughs> 68 down. The devil wears blank. Pradha. <laughs> <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Roz, lately we've had people call in, tweet, uh, and even text us about how long they've been listening to the show. (laughs) We've been on the radio together since 2009, and people are not only telling us how long they've been listening to the show, but everything that's been going on in their lives from the time they started listening up Mm -hmm. until now. Mm -hmm. And we got another text that... I have to call this person. Okay. All right. That's a long phone number. It's been listening a long time. Hey, Mark speaking. Yo, what's up? It's Raza Mocha. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? Very good. Uh, you got two seconds to chat? Sure. All right. So, what's your name, dude? It's Scott. So, Roz, yeah. in... Scott's text to us just now yeah. said, hey, I've been listening since I got married when I was 21, and now I got three kids, two horses, two dogs, and two cats. Wow. That's a lot, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I grew up in, uh, in Brampton uh-huh. and then uh, moved out to the uh, little town of uh, Durham, which is off Highway 6 sure. and Highway 4 up north, because mm-hmm. uh, I got a house for ridiculously cheap so you know how the city's getting. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I got a house there, and then moved. Just moved out. Got a couple, couple acres out uh, just outside of Markdale, wow. where Chapman's is. God, that's crazy. And uh, so, what so, was yeah. it, when you were when you were twenty one and started listening? What was going on in your life? Like single guy downtown? Uh, no, I just uh, just got engaged at that time, right. and uh, shortly after um, we found out we were expecting. So we uh, we moved up the uh, the wedding day there, had our first kid, and uh, started out. And then you know, right after that, uh, the second one didn't come far after. She wow. was only ten months later. She was pregnant again. How? Wow. What? Damn, damn, son, you wasted <laughs> no time. Ten months. No. Jeez. Yeah. So they're nineteen months apart. Yeah. So uh, where you live right now? You see, you got two horses. How did you acquire the horses? Did you want the horses, or were they like my, part of the property that you bought? My uh, my uh, wife always wanted horses. She always liked wanted you know thought about living in the uh, the country and everything like that. So when we got the uh, property that we did, we talked about it. I didn't think it would happen so so soon, but uh, we found a deal of uh, we couldn't really say no to. So. Let, me, let me ask you a question. What do you yeah. pay? What do you pay for a horse? Actually, the uh, the deal that we got, we got the two horses. They're both uh, Belgian crosses. They're like twenty years old, and it was a thousand dollars for both horses. Five hundred bucks each. Five hundred bucks each. Put, let me put this in perspective for you, okay? 
You paid less for a horse than Mocha paid for a PlayStation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you really yeah, did, that's what right? happens when yeah. you move out there. Like Holy the cow. house that I told you I bought in Durham, I got it uh, three years ago, 130000 I have a follow-up crazy. question, Scott. How yeah. much a month does it cost to maintain and provide for two horses. Actually, uh, it's not too bad. Uh, you, we have a big enough field. We just supplement with some some hay sometimes. So it's yeah. about. Uh, uh, I've probably been spending about because they do quite eat a lot because they're bigger horses. About 150 mu- bucks a month on uh, hay. That's oh not wow! Bad. All right, that's a all lot right. cheaper no, than I thought. What did honest. you What did you name them? Uh, their names. Uh, they already were named. They're Luna and Rummy. Can you not rename a horse once you buy it? You can, but they're twenty and they actually. They do know their names. Oh, so they do? They, oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Smart, huh? Oh, wow. Damn. That's, yeah. Really? You got a good deal. $500 horse that knows its own name? <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, Scott, listen, man. Honestly, thank you so much for uh, spending uh, all your time with us in the morning and listening since you were 21 years old. 30 now, yeah. Yeah. So. We really, really appreciate it, brother. <laughs> all right, no problem. You guys have a great day. Hey. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I've been to goat yoga before. I did it last year and it was wonderful. Me and Catherine and Roxy went and it was magical and you're hanging out with little baby goats and it was one of the best afternoons of our life. It really was. It was so glorious. I love little baby goats. They're so dumb and so adorable and it was just a a, a magical afternoon. What do they do? Just like jump all over you and stuff? Yeah, they bite your crotch and everything else. It's fun. (laughs) Sounds like it. Um, So relaxing. (laughs) (laughs) The the Dammit's, Dammit Maury and his husband Dammit Matthew, they went up to uh, Black Creek Pioneer Village and they do goat yoga there oh, nice. every Friday night. So they thought that it would be fun to go and experience goat yoga. Back up. Yeah. Maury thought it would be fun. Maury thought it would be fun. But I think sometimes Matthew's, I think that Matthew likes anything. That you guys like to do the popular things together. Something that the new hot thing yeah. they enjoy trying together. And uh, you could use a relaxing afternoon together, the two of you, right? We all know that. So I can only imagine just the zen place that you two found yourselves in doing goat yoga. The difference is, damn it, Maury did not tell damn it, Matthew oh. that they were actually doing goat yoga. Oh, Matthew thought that they were going to regular yoga. Oh, oh that changes everything then. Don't even f-ing talk to me right now. You agreed to do it. <laughs> I did not agree to anything. I'm being forced right now. <laughs> okay, but what, honestly, what's the worst that can happen? I can think of a whole bunch of things. Me in the emergency, me ER, because I've been what? like kicked by a friggin' a baby goat. goat. People say this is therapy. And poo and pee on my on my clothes. How do you know? Like if they're gonna poo and pee on you? So you wipe it off? No, I, Maury, I don't want poo and pee on me. Like that's not relaxing and cool. You told me it was yoga. Yeah, and people say it's very therapeutic. It's not therapeutic. That's anxiety inducing having a goat on you. Then people would have canceled it long ago. But people sign up for this. They love it. Also, I think I'm allergic to goats. So if you get wheezy, we'll leave. What if you have a great time? There's no great time in having a live animal walk all over you. How bad can it be? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not here funny. We are. Kate, put on a smile. Here we are. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's going great so far. Are you relaxed yet? Yeah. Oh, my God. Dropping the belly. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, my God. How is this relaxing? Oh my god. What's he doing? Oh my god. Let's try that again. <laughs> How is this relaxed? They have nice long hair. Let's open up the knees. 
knees so they're the width of the mat, and then settle okay, the hips I, I, back to the ankles. Is that poo? I Where? smell poo. Settle the hips back to the ankles. Yes, oh my god. You're in a bar. There's probably poo somewhere, but it's not on you. Oh, okay. If I had to choose a piece of Oh my god. What was that? So relaxing. What? How did this become a thing? This is a, like this is a lifestyle thing. They have oh nice my lord! Okay. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> what? No, 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 no! Not on this jacket! Not on this jacket! No, you're lying! It's gonna drip! Don't. He needs a wife. Oh my god! Maury? Is there <laughs> on my jacket? <laughs> no, 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 that's mocha. Yeah, mocha. Mocha. They gotta go there, name mocha. Oh God, that's a first. <laughs> mocha Mount Matthew. Oh my God, <laughs> Mark! It's bumming in your face. Ew. Oh my God, it's on my hand. Ew. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Sounds like a murder. No, they have to watch their hooves or whatever they are. <laughs> this is not my thing. I will say that it's not my thing. I can't. You can't relax for yoga. <laughs> Did you see when it peed on your shoe? Oh my god! And when it pooed on your hair? It didn't. No. Please tell me no. Oh my god! Am I breaking out into hives? Oh my god! There is pee. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Damn, damn it. It's doing go yoga. Yeah. The Ross and Mocha Show Podcast. Hi, it's Ross and Mocha. What's going on? Hi, how's it going? It's uh, Adam from BC. Adam in BC, a.k.a. Don't tell me, don't tell me, don't tell me. Because you were <laughs> on one of the episodes of our podcast, I believe episode uh, 37. Yeah. Adam there 37 <laughs> from BC. What's going on, brother? How are you? Good. I'm uh, currently looking to change a job into a career, and uh, I'm not really good at interviews, so I was finding myself needing some luck. I figured, who's more lucky than uh, Dammit Mori when it comes to jobs? Oh, wow, Dammit Mori! Yo, wow. I, I, was, I was gearing up to give you some words of encouragement because I honestly thought, yeah. Adam, that you were going to say, hey, yeah. Razamoka, can you like give me some advice or something? But yeah. you actually want to speak to Dammit Mori. We've had a lot of long-distance roasts on this show. This may be the longest-distance roast. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the, uh, what's the why, new gig, why would you Why would you say that, uh, that Mori is lucky uh, at work? On a daily basis, he pretty much says whatever he wants to whoever he wants. Mm-hmm. He hits on celebrities and his boss on the air all the time. Mm-hmm. No repercussions. Mm-hmm. Never had that happen. Mm-hmm. And he's surrounded by good-looking people all the time. <laughs> all male work. <laughs> yeah, you're pretty lucky, more when he puts it that way. Yeah, I guess so. Huh? <laughs> uh, so what's the new what's the new job, Adam? Um, I'm looking to switch from doing a. Uh, Job as janitorial to career, like schools, university. Oh, okay. So are you like, you want to go to school or you want to work at a school? Work at a school. You want to work at a school. Uh, what do you want to do? It's just a janitorial field. Oh, okay, cool. So are they it's bigger? Com- than what I'm are, at now, so. Are, are, oh my God, coincidence. I used to have lunch every day with the janitors. Right on. Maury, had, Maury, used to, <laughs> Maury was best friends with the janitor at high school. No joke. 
Awesome. Uh, so how do you how do you make this move? Like, is it is it? I don't even know much about the janitorial services. Like, do you have to? Do you get hired as an individual, or do you have to apply to a company that then the school hires? I don't know how that works. Well, I, I did a course uh, for building services worker. Yeah, as a prerequisite to work at the university, right? Because you need to know how to um, do a few things like uh, electrical, uh, how to operate machinery, right. chemicals. Maury, what do you know about electrical and chemicals? They don't go together. They don't go together. Right? <laughs> don't, Maury's advice, don't mix them. When you have to do the test and they, they give you electrical things and chemicals, Maury's advice, don't mix them. Is having bad flashbacks right now? Right. Uh, I, I, I really don't have, geez, man, I don't know a lot about this, but I, I, I love that you are making this move because I get inspired by people who don't want to be internet famous and i get inspired by people who uh don't want to figure out a get rich quick scheme i get inspired by people who want to be dependable and they want to have steady work and they want to have responsibility and they want to go in every day and crush it but not make their job their life like i get inspired by people like you so regular people doing quote-unquote regular jobs that just want to be awesome at those at those jobs i get inspired by the people who make the world run yeah those are the people that make the world run you're the guy that makes the world run you're part of that giant machine that makes everybody else be able to live a normal life and that's what i find inspiring and just remember do not mix electrical and chemicals (laughs) i hope you do really well take the pledge (laughs) and i hope you beat out the competition and mop the floor with them what is the pledge (laughs) no that's just because it's like pledge it's <laughs> yeah it's a joke i don't get it pledge is in the pledge cleaner oh i thought right? you meant like he had to like we'll make cleaner. some sort of a yeah, pledge yeah, yeah, oh yeah. i get it play on words because he wants yeah. to be a gender. Oh, anyway anyway dude uh, set, set your goal and crush it okay man awesome thanks you got it brother take care man yeah the ross and mocha show podcast well looky looky what look what time it is I know it's a podcast world. There actually is no time. I was just going to say, yeah. it's one o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> it's two o'clock in the morning. It's 5.30 p.m. But the question still is, Mocha, are you ready? At 10 a.m. on a um, Saturday, yes. Let's do the news! <laughs> I hope you do really take the and I hope uh, Megan Markle's half-sister traveled to London, and I guess she, like... Went to go see your sister? Yeah, but I Knock guess, on the door I, I guess she just hung out in front of Buckingham Palace. Hoping what, hoping get, Meghan Markle would like look out the window and be like, oh, my sister's here for a visit? Hoping to get noticed. But also, Meghan Markle doesn't live in Buckingham Palace. She lives no. in Kensington Palace, which is like pretty far away. Um, and I guess she's ready to forgive Meghan. <laughs> Um, for what? So, okay, so before we hear this, okay, so let's just remind you, Meghan Markle's half-sister, some of the things that she said, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, she talked about Meghan and said, how you pay, How about you pay tribute to your father? Enough is enough. Act like a humanitarian. Act like a woman. If your father dies, I'm holding you responsible, Meg. Jeez. She also nicknamed her the Duchess of Nonsense. <laughs> and then she tweeted... <laughs> 
<laughs> then she tweeted and called Harry a wuss uh-huh. and said uh, that he's a wuss to allow the Duchess of Nonsense to mistreat everyone who has ever been close to her, especially her family. Then she said Diana would be ashamed. Wow. And then she said, stop wearing Meg's skivvies and bra and take your pants back. So that was all directed to Harry. But it seems like now she's ready to clear the air. There is so much water under the bridge and so much oh, has spun yes. out of control oh, that was so never intended to. And, um, you know, I think everybody was hurt uh, not being included or invited to the wedding. Um, <laughs> but I felt I felt as though it could have all been nipped in the bud oh, had... Yeah. Everyone been included, and and we all just agreed to move forward with positive resolve, oh, and yeah. and the, the hurt feelings wouldn't have snowballed. But oh, yeah. believe it or not, you know it doesn't mean that we love you any less. I just think God. that families can be this way when <laughs> there's confusion and when people are hurt. So moving forward, um, I apologize, and I wish things could be different. Yeah. Also, I called your husband a wuss. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is the greatest story ever. Lady Gaga fans are accused of writing fake Venom reviews to support A Star is Born. So A Star is Born and Venom are opening, both opening on Friday. Yeah. And BuzzFeed did like this huge investigative piece on (laughs) these Gaga fans. So once the social media embargo for Venom reviews was lifted following the red carpet premiere on Monday night, some Twitter users noticed negative reviews floating around Twitter that were all worded the exact same. So this was the the tweet from like hundreds of people, but it was all worded the exact same. It was a cut and paste. Okay. And it read, I'm the biggest Marvel fan, but I just watched Venom and I don't know what to say. Easily the worst movie this year. I expected so much better and now I'm just disappointed. So that, wow. that was everywhere, that tweet, right? Yeah. So when BuzzFeed reached out to some of the accounts who shared this review they were told straight up it's us gaga fans we created fake ids to trash the venom premiere oh my god they're both getting they released admitted? they're both getting released on the same day so we want more audience for a star is born here's another one and then people started creating all sorts of different accounts and they put their their, their pictures were like midwest moms Right, right. Like that was their their sort of avatar was like the the Midwest the Midwest mom. So let me read you a couple of these, uh, a couple of my favorites here. Uh, quote: I won't let my son watch Venom. It's so ugly and not something God would like. My family is going to watch A Star Is Born. Come on. Okay. Here's another. These are one. all the fake reviews. Here's another one. Ugh. I saw Venom last night and had to leave halfway through. My children wouldn't stop crying at how bad it was. Luckily, a second pre-screening of A Star is Born was about to start, and now we're all crying. Tears of amazement. Please pray for my eldest. He's still in a coma. <laughs> the, the Venom movie put his kid in a coma. Uh, or he was in a coma oh, before the Venom movie, who knows? But uh, early tracking, early tracking does have Venom uh, winning the weekend with 65 million over a Star is Born's 20 million. That's the projection. However, the actual reviews for Venom are now starting to come out and, and they are ugly. Really? Yeah. Bad. Yeah. Oh, no. Michael Ovitz, who was a really, really famous agent back in the day has just released his tell-all memoir called uh, Who is Michael Ovitz? And in the book, he recalls the moment in which Michael Jackson expressed his interest in becoming James Bond. (laughs) Hold on. What? Okay. Michael Ovitz represented Michael Jackson. 
And Michael Ovitz had a meeting with Jackson and his manager because Michael Jackson was showing great interest in becoming James Bond. And I thought that's what you said. Okay. Ovitz describes the conversation that went down between him, Jackson, and his business partner, Ron Mayer, as, quote, cringeworthy. He writes that he and Myers did their best not to fall into fits of laughter when Michael brought up the idea and had to double their efforts to not laugh when, as Michael was pitching his idea to become James Bond, his hat fell off and landed in a, in a bowl of guacamole. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. James Bond would never let that happen. <laughs> Ovitz reportedly told Jackson that he was, quote, too thinly built and too sensitive to be James Bond. <laughs> Could you have imagined no, that? No. Yeah. Right? So, time to meet your new NAFTA deal. Uh, according to most of what I've read, it's a whole lot like the old NAFTA deal. Oh. With a couple of tweaks here and there on dairy and a whole new name. Um, so some of the changes are mostly cosmetic in nature, they say. But the impact on Canadian-American trade, there's one significant development, and that is the uh, trade deal uh, is going to be called the USMCA as opposed to NAFTA. The USMCA. And already people have been loading Twitter with YMCA jokes because you can almost sing this Maury Trudeau I don't know (laughs) Trudeau you can see if the chorus works it's USMCA USMCA you were looking around for a pen like you need to write down USMCA okay uh, while Maury gets ready to do this, uh, President Donald Trump will give his press conference at 11 a.m. on the USMCA. Prime Minister Trudeau will give his press conference at noon. All right, here we go. Ready, ready, ready. USMCA. No, USMCA. 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 No, USMCA. Try again. Here we go. USMCA. USMCA. No. <laughs> well, that's a tough one. Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah, ex- uh, except that it's not. One of the things that I didn't know, a piece of information that came out, was uh, dealing with farmers. How many dozen eggs do Canadian farmers produce annually? How many dozen eggs? Twelve and a dozen. Do Canadian farmers produce annually? At least a like I was going to say a million. Oh my but god, it's got to be more. Too many chickens. How many dozen? We're talking about eggs? a dozen, though. Dude. How many dozen eggs do you do like, uh, Canadian farmers produce annually? Like two million. I was going to say fifty thousand. You were no going to say fifty thousand. No, that's way too low. Yeah, but how that's many? It's got to be in the millions, bro. I mean, that's twelve eggs per a dozen. That's a lot, right there. I'm yeah. going to say two million. Two million. Okay, the number, according to what I was reading, was six hundred and fifty million dozen eggs annually. Oh. Six hundred and fifty million. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Those poor that's chickens. Yeah, that's what. Uh, that's what I read anyway. Uh, Tim Hortons is looking to shut down a copycat restaurant in India. I don't know if you saw this where the font and logo look identical to Tim Hortons, only the joint's called Tim Hottons. 
<laughs> what is it? Tim Hortons. Okay. Um, <laughs> but apparently they sell like burgers and stuff like that too, but yeah. the logo is exactly the yeah. same. <laughs> and they even use the always fresh cafe and bake no. shop under the, under the title. Yeah. Uh, Tim Horton says, uh, we believe that imitation is often the sincerest form of flattery. We do not, we have very high standards when it comes to our brand, the quality of our products and the service we provide our guests. They go on to say, therefore we will be taking steps to protect our brand and trademark, including closing down this imitation restaurant. Oh. And then people started posting other pictures of restaurants all over the world that sort of look like Tim Hortons. My favorite was something called Kim Hortons. <laughs> uh, same, same, but not the same. same, same. <laughs> Kim yeah, Hortons. Yeah, Kim Hortons. What's wrong with oh, that, man? man? Go for it. Nice. Ain't. Hot cup of Kim's right now. <laughs> yeah. uh, apparently, your dog gets depressed when they see you on your cell phone. <laughs> Seriously, your dog gets depressed when they see you using your phone, according to a new study. The researchers say that your dog picks up on the fact that you're ignoring them when you're using your phone, which makes them more anxious and can eventually add up to depression. Really? The study also found that your cat doesn't love when you're on your phone either, but since they are less social than dogs, it doesn't bother them nearly as much. But I'm just on IG, like trying to post a matter. picture of you. I know, doesn't matter. The dog only sees it. They don't know that you're that you're posting a picture of them on IG. Uh. They just see that you're on your phone ignoring them. Sylvester Stallone released a first picture of him on set of the new Rambo movie. Okay, I haven't seen this yet. And he posted it with the quote. Um, the quote was, comes a horseman wild and free. And it's Sylvester Stallone, I guess is Rambo, with a cowboy hat on and like a leather jacket on a horse. Okay. And with everything that's sort of going on in the world, Rambo has to, I guess, go and fight somebody. But it's not like ISIS Middle Eastern kind of stuff. So this is the plot to the new Rambo movie. The official synopsis for the sequel has this. John Rambo living on a ranch in Arizona in an attempt to live a quiet life. That changes when human trafficking rings starts to abduct young women and bring them across the border. It's up to Rambo and a journalist to save the women in a story that will take Rambo from Arizona to Mexico hunting and interrogating members of the human trafficking ring. So that's the plot of the new Rambo. Also, he's 72. A company in New Zealand. Yeah did a trial it's a perpetual guardian it's a financial services firm that manages trust wills and estates they have 250 employees across 16 offices and they just ran a test within their company to find out how the company would survive on a four-day work week and they found that there was absolutely no downside to a four-day work week. Yeah? They just finished the trial with 250 employees in 16 offices. But here's the thing. I always think of the four-day work week, meaning I would 100% work 10 hours a day for four days yeah. to have three days off. They just still worked eight hours a day. So they cut their work week from 40 hours down to 32 hours. So they work the same amount of hours that they would. Yes. Normally. Just one less day. Just one less day. And the company still pays them for working five. Serious. Serious. So they're going to continue it. They finished their trial. The company was like, absolutely no downside. No loss in productivity. No complaints from customers. Yes, the, the, the employees are much happier. Yeah. And it yeah. gives them that motivation to go back to... 
who's a gonna, job who's that allows gonna, them to do that. Right? Who's ever going to quit that company? Never. Never. You're, you're you, there for life now. Yeah, you got lifers. Yeah. And uh, before we go, uh, John Favreau's wow. Star Wars TV series, uh, he revealed details about this. This is going to be launched uh, in 2019 when Disney launches their streaming service to go against so Netflix. Oh my God, I can't wait. So John Favreau's TV series, quote, after the stories of Jango and Boba Fett, another warrior emerges in the Star Wars universe. The Mandalorian is set after the fall of the Empire and before the emergence of the First Order. We follow the travails of one lone gunfighter in the outer reaches of the galaxy far from the authority of the New Republic. So this the- is between Jedi yes. and Force, Force Awakens. Awakens. Yes, and it's called the, it's Star Wars The Mandalorian. And I guess the Mandalorian is a thing. The Mandos are a thing that people who are huge Star Wars nerds love. Yeah. I know nothing about them, but people are loving that he's taking on this sort of aspect of Star Wars. Also, friggin' John Favreau? Yeah. Yeah. Right? I'm subscribing, yeah. for sure. Roz and Mocha Q&A. Ask Roz and Mocha, very popular segment on the podcast because this only happens on the podcast, which you can, by the way, uh, leave a review and or rating through Google Play or Apple Podcasts. I want to go through a couple of reviews that we got recently, Roz. Yeah, please. Um, This one came in a couple days ago, actually. Five stars, subject line, thank you. This is my favorite podcast and honestly the only one I listen to. I can't get enough of it. As someone who struggles with some mental health issues, your podcast always puts a smile on my face. Uh, I binged them all and look forward to the new ones. So that came in from Maddie. Thank you. Much love going out to you, Maddie. Jenny. Five stars, subject line, look forward to Friday Drives now. You guys are amazing. I started listening two years ago when I was living in Toronto. When I moved to London last year, uh, I was missing my morning laugh. Then I heard about the podcast. I can't tell you how grateful I am for this. I drive a lot for work, and you guys actually make it enjoyable. I even look forward to my Friday Drives to listen to the new episode. My only complaint is that I need more Roz and Mocha. <laughs> <laughs> and as a science nerd, science with Maury kills me. Keep doing what you do. Love you guys. Uh, Jenny, thank you so much for that review and for the five stars. Again, Apple Podcasts and Google Play, you can leave a review and a rating. All right. Ask Roz and Mocha. Here we go. Uh, every week we like to get somebody who listens to the show and also listens to the podcast uh, to come on the section of Ask Roz and Mocha and get to ask their question with us and hang out and uh, maybe have some fun. So, um, Jul- how do you say her name? Julia? Is it Julia? Hi, Julia. It's, uh, hi. Yes, it is Julia. Julia. Oh, okay. It's spelled a J-U-L-I-J-A-H. That is correct. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, what's going Thank on? How you. are you? I'm good. How are you? Great. Thank you for joining us on the podcast. Thank Thank you for having me. So how old are you? 25. 25. You married? I am. I actually just got married in August. Congratulations. Oh, congratulations. Uh, what is you. What is your question? question is, how would you handle a situation where your significant other um, does not like your family and vice versa? Oh, geez. Oh, wow. So I assume... And it's not about me. Oh, it's, <laughs> oh, it's not. No. I, wow. I'm happily married, guys. It's only been like a month. Yeah, um, but, yeah, but this, actually, isn't a, this isn't a question about whether your marriage is happy. This is a question about whether your, <laughs> your, your spouse gets along with your family and your family gets along with your spouse. That's true. They love him. Um, it's actually my brother and his wife. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, wait. So do you hate your brother's wife? Um. Okay, so you hate your brother's wife. 
<laughs> okay, so your brother so doesn't you- like his in-laws, and your sister-in-law doesn't get along or like you guys. Yes. So, wait, no, no. So your brother's wife doesn't like your family, and your family doesn't like your brother's wife. Your brother doesn't she, have any problems. Uh, they, uh, her family doesn't like him either. Okay. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah, so see? okay, hold so on a second. Nobody likes anybody. Okay. Wait. No. So so okay. So you have two. We have two sets of families. We have your whole family, and then we have your brother's and your wife's whole family. And yeah. your you guys don't like your brother's wife, and her family they don't like your brother. Yes. Wow. And are no. they are they married? They are. So they, um, I actually went to school with her. So we are the same age. Um, yeah. And my brother is four years older. He's 29. Yeah. So they started dating, um, I think it was March, April of 2016. And then by that November, they were married. Mm-hmm. And it was a surprise. They just went to the courthouse and didn't tell anybody. So why don't they like, why don't they like him and why don't you like her? Okay. So as far as her family is concerned with my brother, I think it's because of just their religious um, background. They uh, actually moved in together before they were married and that created a problem on her side of the family. Mm -hmm. As far as my family is concerned, um, to to sum it up, um, pretty much uh, my brother's ex-girlfriend they were together for about eight years have a kid together Um, and me and my brother's ex-girlfriend were really close so when my brother started dating this new girl and I was still kind of friends with his ex-girlfriend which I guess I shouldn't have been and followed her on Instagram it created a whole problem between me my brother and my brother's then girlfriend and it's just kind of gone on to a nasty cycle of her not liking me, me not liking her, um, and her really just not liking our whole family because we uh, we don't hate his ex-girlfriend because she's the mother of my nephew and my mom's grandchild. So oh we do have a relationship, but that doesn't sit well with his new wife. Right. Oh so my God. Yeah. I think, you know, his new wife, your sister-in-law, has yeah. to understand and realize that your brother's ex isn't going anywhere. She's always going to be in that Mm -hmm. picture because they have a child together. So she and her family have to understand and accept and realize that that situation, no matter what, will never, ever, ever, ever change. I I don't think you all have to get along as long as... Like, as long as you not liking your brother's wife doesn't affect your relationship with your brother, as long as it doesn't get to a level of toxicity toxicity, where other relationships are hurting because of that one person. Like, we all know people where, God, once a year, the, 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 the wife comes over and you do Christmas dinner or you do whatever it is you're doing, and you just sort of mm-hmm. tolerate each other, and then, just, and then life goes on. So as long as she is not putting some sort of ultimatum on your brother, like, hey, it's your family or it's me, or we're getting to sort of that level of conflict uh, then I think that people can live together because not everybody gets along yeah yeah uh, it is at that level it is. sadly um, yeah, yeah so I just got married um, and obviously I invited my brother um, and the invitation was extended of course to his wife as well yeah. um, but she did not want to come, and she actually told my brother he was not allowed to go yeah, see, to my that, wedding. Yeah, see, that's a problem. That's yeah. this. So, yeah. uh, so unfortunately, there's nothing you can do in this situation. Okay, uh, yeah. Except for this, you tell your brother 
that you are more than willing to be cordial and do the bare minimum and just reduce conflict when conflict arises, although that's really his job to do. Um, but your, mm-hmm. bro- your brother has to make a choice because mm-hmm. your brother can't live in a solid marriage where his wife is giving him ultimatums like it's your family or it's me. And, mm-hmm. and you're not the one who can make that decision for him. Yeah. That's just the reality yeah. of it, right? You can't mm-hmm. you can't make that decision for him. Uh, you can be there for your brother, but you can't make that decision. And the only thing he can do is he has to figure this out because this isn't something that you can just casually live a comfortable life with. It's yeah, not gonna, it's not going to happen. Like when when your brother's girl, when your brother's wife gets invited to your wedding, and she's like, "Don't go," I forbid you to go. That's a problem, mm-hmm. right? So he he's got to make he's got to make some tough decisions. Yeah, and like you, you never want to tell somebody, you know, I think you should get a divorce, you know, especially because they have children now. So they do they do now? They oh, have two, goodness. so it's oh, it's a very sticky situation. I know. Yeah. He recognizes that there's a problem, right? He does. Yeah, he's. Uh, I feel bad. He's in a very hard place right now. Like it's yeah, really yeah. difficult, obviously, to choose between, you know, your your family, your mom, and. And now your new family, your wife, and even your kids. So yeah. Let me, I feel he, for him. He but shouldn't have to choose. Uh, have you no. talked to him about it? Like, what does he say? Yeah, see, he, I think right now he's kind of realizing that he jumped into this too soon because they got married within months of dating. And I, and I don't think he really wants to admit that, but yeah. I think that he is now seeing the issues that it's causing. You need to, you need to step no. back. You need to, maybe it's your family's problem. Maybe it's you guys. Look at it this way. Okay. Maybe it's yeah. you guys. Maybe it's you guys. Seriously. Maybe it's you guys yeah. because right now your brother, uh, has a couple of kids with a woman that you don't like. You need to come right. to the realization that maybe your relationship from this point forward with your brother is not going to be what, the way you remember it. Yeah. Okay. You may sure. not, you may not get your brother back because I would never advise somebody. Does he love this woman? I hope yes. Does he does, so. he? does he? Does he? Does he love her? Yeah. Yeah. Are they good parents? I don't know, Julia. It sounds to me like you know that he doesn't really. Are they? Are love they? his wife? That like you said because you said that he is regretting jumping into the marriage shortly after dating. So unless you guys had a conversation and he admitted to you that he doesn't feel like he loves her the way he thinks he should. Then something doesn't add up. Is there something else that you're not you're not telling us? No, no, that that oh. is it. Um, okay. I just, yeah, they're so, kind of well, going through something at the moment. So suck it up, man. Been over at our house. Yeah, S- suck it up. You're not going to screw up two kids because you might be unhappy. No. Don't do yeah. that. Don't do that. Look at the numbers. You don't do that. You don't get to do that. It's not that easy to walk away. A little bit of unhappiness yeah. in a marriage when you got two kids, it's not that easy. I know like when you look at you know TV shows and read these articles and unconscious coupling and all this stuff, they make it seem real easy. It's not. Mm-hmm. You're going to screw up the kids. Yeah. So maybe you don't get to hang out with your brother anymore. Right. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Hitting you with the hard yeah. truth, Julia. That's I know. It. Oh, my That's goodness. It. <laughs> you know, if they're good parents and he loves her, Maybe it's you. Yeah. Guys. Maybe it's you guys. I mean, yeah. Maybe it's you guys. You're holding a grudge over that. your brother's girlfriend for over Instagram. Well, okay. See, ah, there is, okay. So like the other, there, well, that is just like to sum it up. But sure. For example, like she also won't let um, my family see their children. Right. Well, that's craziness then. It's <laughs> yeah. Not, it's, it's not your brother shouldn't stand for that. You you listen. Your brother's got some hard conversations to have with his wife. Yeah. Right? It's not your job. Yeah, you're right. He's got to do this. 
I feel yeah. for you. I feel for you. It sucks. But that's his job. Yeah. All right. Hope we oh, helped, Julia. Jeez. Yeah, well, thank you for listening. No, of course. Sarah, thank you Sarah for, Jessica uh, Parker's going to star in this movie when they make it after this conversation. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> thank you for your question, and thank you for joining us on the uh, Razamoka podcast. Thank you. Have a good day. You right too, honey. On. Bye-bye. Bye, hun. God. Could wow. you imagine? <sighs> um, here, this one from uh, Denzel. Oh, yeah. Denzel. Uh, be honest. Have you ever used the quote, but I'm Roz, or but I'm Mocha in public? Uh, like, well, no, because everybody knows who I am, idiot. <laughs> um, <laughs> Next question. Uh, no, I've done it. On, I've done it on the phone, though. Yeah, but not in a not in a snarky way, not in like a Reese Witherspoon way, where I'm handcuffed and I'm like, "Do you know who I am? Yeah. God damn it!" Not like that. But I've called and had people realize who I make sure they know who I am. Yeah, um, I don't sure. Know if I've ever done that, I feel like. Out in public, I would feel weird because yeah. I don't want someone to see that happen and then go back and tell their family or friends, be like, yo, that mocha guy's a real douche. Like sure. some, something went down and he pulled the, but I'm mocha card. I'll tell you though, that's not what makes people think you're a douche. What makes people think you're a douche is when it happens and it's completely out of your control is when you show up somewhere and somebody goes out of their way to make a big deal out of it when you're trying not to make a big deal out of it. Right. And then other people look and they you're suddenly the douche because somebody else is bending over backwards for you. That's right. when you look like a huge douche. See, I don't have to deal with any of this because I have a manager right. uh, that calls and does it for me. Yeah, Maury's fake manager. <laughs> um, geez, there's so many fantastic questions this week. Hey, is your kid dressing up for Halloween this year? She Ross? is. What yeah. is she? Because we got I can't the, say. I can't say. The question from Steph: What are yeah. your kids dressing up for uh, as for Halloween this year? I can't say. I promise. I, I'm not allowed to say. You're no, not no, I'm not, not allowed to say. I will say this: Last year, I made her costume. I sat at the sewing machine and made her cape and her skirt and her top and oh, all so that cute. stuff. She was like a cool so vampire last say. year. I can't say this year. She's sworn me to secrecy. We went to um, Winners and bought Cruz a because. He's only 17 months. Yeah. So we bought him um, a hippo costume where <laughs> it's just like a jacket <laughs> and like a hood, but the hood is the head of the hippo. Yeah. Because he oh, hasn't gone, fantastic. he's still young, like he hasn't gone trick-or-treating. So yeah. we're going to dress him up, take him to the neighbors. Perfect. Uh, next to us, take him to the, the people across the street, and that's it. I love that. Maury, I'll let you answer this one. If oh, you had okay. to do a how-to video tutorial on something, oh, no. what would it be in the title of the video, please? <laughs> Okay, so how to for me would be how to take care of your debt, right? And oh, the title on. of the video would be how not to take care of your debt. No, but if you had to do a how to video, I, it's my my famous thing that I always tell people is how to take care of debt. Like when you have bills coming in, it's the hierarchy of bills, right? right. So when they come in, you the new ones go at the bottom, and then you pay as they continue to go to the top. <laughs> no wonder you're so broke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my god uh, this what? comes from Proskos uh, Jonathan Proskos okay. how many times a day do you look at yourself in the mirror that question's obviously for you and he also said windows count this one's <laughs> obviously for us like, win- window okay. reflections count okay how many times uh, infinite <laughs> Like, no, come on. I don't even, I don't even, I look at my, like if I'm not, you have to understand like when I finish here and then I go and do the TV show when I go and do ET Canada, yeah. like if I'm not looking in a mirror, right? I'm looking at myself on a monitor. Are you ever upset at what you see? <laughs> Am I ever upset at what I see? Like I'm not, when I look at, when I look at you, I just see like, you know, there's like glowing light around you. Upset. But I'm wondering if when you see you, do you ever go, oh. 
No, Maury, I have professional makeup and a suit that like is tailored to my body under like glowing Barbara Walters lighting. Like, am I ever upset? No. When I walk off set, I may be upset because I'm like, oh, it's like the lights at the end of the night of a bar. <laughs> right. I get back into my dressing room and my dressing room. I have a huge mirror in my dressing room. Yeah. It's, it's Florida. Like it's Florida ceiling. It's, it's gorgeous. Right. But it's super old. And depending on how my bathroom doors close, the wall sort of warps a little bit. And so some days when I look at my mirror, it's like one of those funhouse mirrors where I look super skinny. But other days in the summer when the humidity is happening. Oh, and it warps even more? It warps the other way. (laughs) Yeah. Right? So then then I look like I'm carrying an extra few (laughs) around the middle. And it's very depressing. It's very depressing. And I don't know how many other people have to, at work, see yourself in a giant mirror in your underpants. At work. I have to every day. Oh no. And if I if I'm having a rough night or if I haven't shaved down or it's January and I don't have a tan, it's very upsetting. I'll agree with Maury. Yeah, it's very upsetting. So yeah, sometimes when I do see my reflection, it is very upsetting. I, I don't know how many times in a day I would see myself in the mirror or in a reflection. Like in the morning, yeah. when I'm getting ready, um, I guess when I'm at work and if I use the bathroom like two or three times. I don't know, maybe like five or six really? times. While you were counting to three, I counted to like 80. <laughs> See, for me, it's none. I don't even look at the rear view mirror. No, like, nothing. I, oh my God. I walk by the, I walk by the, the studio where there's like, there's dark frosting on the glass and yeah. I just look to see myself. God. To see how my posture is and stuff like that. To see if my hair looks okay. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Infinite. Anytime there's a reflection, anytime any reflective surface happens, I will look at myself in it. Not because I'm vain, but because I'm gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, what else do we have here? God, so many great questions. Oh, when do you guys start your Christmas shopping and uh, how much is done online versus in stores? Well, this comes to us from Michelle Williams. Yes. I've already started. Did you really? Although Matthew and I, for, I've started for family. We have in the den, we have the in, in the bathtub in Matthew's bathroom is where all the gifts go. Mm-hmm. So we're filling up the bathtub. But... Um, for us, we don't do Christmas anymore. It's anniversary presents. So I've started buying all of the stuff for our second anniversary. Oh, really? So a towel yeah. came in with a huge photo of me on it for him. Right. I think, well, so, uh, first yeah, of all, so, weird. Yeah. Um, last so year... You want, yeah, like, so Matthew can like dry his genitals with a towel with your face on it? Yeah, it's a dream come true. Oh, Jesus. Bro. So weird. <laughs> I think last year was the very first year that we bought everything all christmas gifts mm-hmm. online and we started in december and i think and we got everything like fairly early so i think we're going to go down that route again i it was the first time that i didn't have to step into a mall at uh, all we were i think uh i think we were at like 90 percent last year of everything online I yeah think there's still that 10 percent that we did in that we did in uh had to do in person Catherine mainly does all that stuff because i just don't have the time but i think that this year we're going to shoot for like 95 percent, if not 100 do you ever suggest to family online. what you want like do you ever like hint at what you want no on- honestly more because i don't want anything no but like yeah. I, i'm i'm at the point in my yeah. life right now where uh for the holidays and for christmas whatever it is i want everybody to just be together and i want to make a fantastic fantastic feast for everybody i want the appropriate people to get drunk and then i want everybody to leave at an appropriate time oh we've already to me, that is all i that's all i want i don't even want gifts i really no, don't want but the gifts. great thing about going to the mall is they got all the mirrors around right that's true right? <laughs> sometimes the, the reflection and yeah. the glass dude honestly sometimes i'll be in the bay and i'll just grab a shirt that i don't even like to try it on just to get some just to get the access to those sweet mirrors and those change rooms <laughs> i'm trying on turtlenecks <laughs> I, Sometimes, like I don't even take it off the hanger while I'm in there. I'll just sit. 
I'll just sit. <laughs> oh my God. Ask Roz and Mocha every week. We're going to post a picture that simply states Ask Roz and Mocha. Can do one more? Uh, no. That happens on Wednesdays uh, at Kiss925. So ask any question that you want, and uh, you will have the opportunity to join us on a future episode of the podcast. Don't forget, uh, as soon as you're done listening to this, rate and review the podcast. We would love it on uh, Apple Podcasts and Google play uh elizabeth trip we're gonna try and get to this um maybe geez i don't even know what's the question well it, the question always comes up during the holidays is how do you cook a turkey for thanksgiving or christmas whatever yeah. uh, we will get to this well let's do this one let's do the, the the thanksgiving turkey closer to christmas we'll do closer to the to the we christmas, to the christmas to, yeah i know but we'll just talk about it then okay cool thanks thanks for listening to the Roz and mocha show podcast catch the guys live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on kiss 92.5 kiss 92.5.com or on the kiss 92.5 app